<laughs> Something was amiss in the air. And it was Bobby. Bobby, bitch. Bobby, bitch. Bobby, bitch. Bobby, bitch. Make that body flip. You know I don't know Kapati, bitch. We dropping bodies, bitch. They say shooting is my hobby, bitch. And I'm a problem kid. Walk up on the roof of farmers and they want that funky shit. Alright, now I have a few things. I got something to say about him. I have a few things. He's wearing a, a skin tight pink and like black camouflage like bodysuit. Right. Basically. But I don't it's like I don't mean like wear whatever you want, but that seems very strange. Well, here's 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 a few things. Number one, that is a uh, Bobby Schmurda. Yeah. When I remember now where I heard him was on that that hot nigga song. That yeah, that was out. his other single. And this yeah. one is Bobby Bitch. So two very intelligently nice. Oh, good. There's a remix of that song of Hot Nigga featuring uh, French Montana. <laughs> Who no one and actually likes. Rowdy Rebel. No one listens to French Montana. No. Uh, except um, that a lot of people do, apparently. Do they? Yeah. Um, so that's Bobby Schmurda, a new up-and-coming rapper who's getting very popular um, with his song Bobby Bitch, who, first of all, I like the lyric, they say shooting is my hobby, bitch. Yeah. Because I just like they say, so I'm just picturing like if rap was real life, like people talking about Bobby Schmurda when he wasn't around, like, yeah, Bobby, and it's like... Oh yeah, yeah, shooting his oh, yeah, hobby. I heard he was a, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I also heard that he doesn't know karate, <laughs> right, right, like as if people are just talking about these things when he's not around. <laughs> um, he also creatively invented the schmoney dance. Is that the one he was doing there, where he's just basically yes, fucking you, the air? Where you lean back and just like jiggle your shoulders? Oh, I know of? that one. Yeah, that's yeah. It's no, called the. He had another dance. one in this at the beginning where he's literally just like. <laughs> Like, he's, like, leaned forward. Like, he's, like, trying to flex his stomach muscles. He's just fucking the air. <laughs> so that's, I mean, Bobby Schmurder invented the Schmoney dance. He doesn't, he does know karate. And now shooting is his hobby. And he's Bobby. <laughs> bitch. Yeah. So you didn't know? If we you didn't know learn, he was. If we can learn anything from that song. Yeah. And then I like the girls, like, scantily clad, of course, in the background. saying like, you didn't know? Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> I just can't picture like sitting down writing a song about yourself like that. Well, I I can see that kind of because people do, you know what I mean? Like that's a it's kind normal. of a, a rap thing like but I can't see it because you can't you can't look at that and be like, "Oh, this is really good." Right, <laughs> like, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, just bring back cash money. I know. At least when they wrote songs about themselves over it, it was funny. Because Bobby Schmurd is just He's got a lot of really boring boasts. <laughs> he knows karate. No, he doesn't know karate. Oh, doesn't that's, know karate. that's what he says. <laughs> and but he he does like to shoot. Yeah, guns. Yeah, I wonder so. if Bobby Schmurder is more of a hunter or he means shoot people. Mm. <laughs> I don't think he's ever shot a gun at anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's okay. So that's uh, the opening. Welcome to Big Snackers, episode fifty. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We finally a made it. Time. Because I've said episode 50 at least four different times. <laughs> exactly. But today Finally it made is it. episode 50. 
and we are here this week with um, a good episode. We got stuff to talk about. We have Pat Kennedy, who sings in the band Light Years, who uh, I will be great because it was that Light Years is actually the first band mixtapes ever toured with, mm-hmm. and it's still one of my three favorite people I've ever toured with. I don't even know the other two. I just feel like that's a good number. In case you were gonna ask me, like who are the other two? Yeah, like I'm not entirely sure, but Pat's the best. You can't even take a guess at the other oh, two. Oh man, move the microphone closer. Is it is it far? Yeah, you're like, is that better? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how we've done this for over a year, and you still and you sing in bands. Like, how do you? Not yeah, but know? I'm not a good singer. Yeah, but you should I just still, sing in bands. But, but in a technical sense, you should still understand after all the things you've recorded <laughs> that you need to be near the microphone to talk into it. Well, I've never recorded a song. Ryan, you've recorded hundreds of songs. Okay, you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you doing what in the worst lie of all time? I've recorded hundreds of songs. Um, okay, Jordan from Set Your Goals. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan from Set Your Goals is one of the best yeah. people. Yeah. Jack from Bayside. Oh, you're just, you're just name dropping now. No. These are the, nice, like the coolest, nicest people you're asking. I'm just trying to think. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, it's okay. I got... Called out on Twitter the other day. For what? <laughs> Chad from Newfound Glory started tweeting about me and mixtapes very angrily. Why? And it's weird because we've always been friends, and that's what he was tweeting about. Is that, I guess, basically something I said at Fest got taken like way out of context. What? I didn't respond because it's Twitter. What did you do now? <laughs> no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and that's what's funny is... uh. People at Absolute Punk were like, he's just always a troublemaker. I'm like, man, they're right, but this wasn't me trying to be a troublemaker. What did you? I don't understand what you did. Chad's always been a friend, and I've always said the same thing. And I was just like, you know, mixtapes kind of stopped right now because we've been a band, and we've been really lucky, and I appreciate everyone that likes us and all the people that have helped us out. But we just like kind of got stuck in that like newer pop punk scene, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with. No. We just didn't want to be doing that. Right. Because we never really thought that's where we fit in, but it's where we ended up fitting in. And that's completely okay. Well, There's nothing well, wrong with that. Well, then I don't understand what you said. Did you say we don't want to become Newfound Glory? No, I didn't. And that would be reasonable for him to be mad because yeah. we've been friends for years. <laughs> I didn't at all. All I said was like, you know, we just, as a band, like, Newfound Glory talked about taking us on tour in the fall to our booking agent. Yeah. And we, like, had done the Bayside four-year strong tour and done Warp Tour. You move your phone. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, man, like, this is where we are, and that's cool. Like, it's literally what helps us as a band. We just, yeah. We always thought we were just more of, like, a punk band, and we just just want to do something different. Yeah. And so I said something just like, we're, like, in the Newfound Glory Wonder Years type scene, which, like... I said both. Yeah. And Soupy is one of my best friends and has been on the podcast. And, like, it's not an insult. Like, it was just like, we just don't really, you know, want to do that. So we're just going to play fest here in Gainesville, like a punk rock fest, and tour with Direct Hit Down and just have fun. Yeah. So we decided to do that. And, like, I probably wasn't eloquent on stage. So it's like, if I said something that offended him, I do feel bad. Right. 
but like it wasn't an insult that had anything to do with his band. Like it was just a general sense of like, we just want to do something different. Like this isn't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, but to me, that's not really insulting. You guys were breaking up anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah, and I mean, like he was tweeting stuff like at our friend, like you know, I mean, our mutual friend Chris, who books a lot of shows around here. Yeah. And he was like, "Remember when this guy would hang out with us and give me demos of mixtapes?" And like, it's like, yeah, I, I did that because you're in a really yeah, successful, that, like, long-lasting band. That's yeah. Really accomplished. Like, I'm not insulting you. And that like, time, I'm not like, shying away from that. Right. I did, I did used to give chatter demos. Yeah. <laughs> like that time is also like past. Like you guys have been yeah. out for years. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you decided to stop. So, well, it just seems like a thing that's like a. It seems like a, a miscommunication that's being taken. Like blown out of proportion you know very I mean? very much so yeah. so it was more like people started texting me about it and like calling me because i mean like he's obviously a big name in that scene yeah and it was like what's going on and i was read it and i was like oh this is ridiculous and i was like i'm not gonna respond on twitter yeah there's no because I mean, why bother like i'm not getting a Twitter. that's a argument. thing that you could just squash on your own if you that's why i like we have our podcast yeah. is like yeah i can just be like you know this is how i feel for real yeah um, it's just like, you know so yeah, it's like you always like Chad, so I like the whole band. Yeah. I've never had any problems. Yeah, it was just like a very blanket statement that maybe was taken the wrong way, right? Or maybe I said it wrong. I don't know. I don't That's remember possible. exactly. I don't want you to be. I mean, either way, you know. What I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter one way or another. Like that is the scene that they're in and that you guys were in. So it is, and it's not. There's anything wrong with that scene. Like I'm not being mean. Like no, there's we've had wrong. all those people on this podcast before. Yeah, like they're all friends. It was just more like. Well, we don't really want to do that. Yeah. And I don't think we're better than that. I think I don't think we're too cool for that. No. It just wasn't where I think we're... that's fine. Like if you can admit that that's not what you want to do, then what is it? It shouldn't matter at all. Like Right. I feel like everybody should just respect everyone's decisions even if like you say something like you're like even if you say something about like the scene that you were in or like what you're leaving behind or like the things that were you know, on the horizon or whatever that you just decided weren't worth it. That shouldn't be someone else. No one should take that personally. Cause yeah, and all you're I doing say, is like just... the band name. And like, if that was offensive, like I'm never one to like be like, I'm sorry, but like, I do feel bad because yeah, I, yeah, it was, I wasn't trying to like call someone out. Like it wasn't like that. No, it, it doesn't was... sound like it anyway. It just sounds like somebody, it sounds like a bad game of telephone. Like somebody told him that somebody's like said something that, or like they said it wrong or whatever. Right you now, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like that. Yeah, you. He can if he want like if he's that worried about it. I don't know why he doesn't just talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, I mean, you just get a hold of me. Yeah, and I would say everything I just said. Right, but now it's out there. So yeah. there's that. Um. So episode fifty. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a milestone. Yeah. Because we're halfway to 200. So you think we would have saved, like, as big a guest as Chris Conley for the 50th episode instead of the 49th, but... Uh... Well, here's the thing about that. That's why I did it on purpose. <laughs> a lot of people write into us and say, why don't you interview somebody from small bands? And that's what we're going to do today. Because <laughs> Light Years is not shit. You know what's weird about, about that is people write in and say that kind of stuff a lot. And I don't know that... I mean, we've had some big people on here, but not... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've championed smaller bands a lot. Yeah, I guess... What's wrong with everybody? Also, I think it really depends on what you consider a smaller band. Yeah. Because we've had Dan from Real Friends 
so what, three times? Yeah. Good friend of mine. Um, their band is really big in that scene. Yeah. But what do you consider a big band? Because then we have Mike from All American Rejects, who are a big like, yeah, band. That's an actual legitimately. So it's just like real friends are like blowing the fuck up in that pop punk scene and they're doing great. Right, which is great for them. Very much so. And I'm proud of them, but at the same time Like, are they a big do you band? Mean, like when the, you say small mean, band, what do you mean? Yeah, do yeah, people like, mean like we should interview like a local band that you know, from somewhere else or something? I don't understand like what anybody means. I know that people have a tendency to like blow up in their head the importance of bands within this scene. Yeah. And like think like they're like bigger than they are, but just I mean, you can take it from Ryan and you can trust what what I'm saying here is that as big as you think they are, nobody knows who they are. Right. You know what I mean? And I like, actually read a good article today that was about a bunch of British bands like that were on like the Billboard charts and had number one albums that all had day jobs. Yeah. Cause it's just like it's not you, surprising. It's I mean, not. It wasn't like that, like in the eighties or nineties. No. But now, yeah, it's not as lucrative. Like you know, what I mean, like you really have to like put together like a good touring schedule and stuff to like really do anything. And even then, you're just gonna be touring the rest of your life. And you then, know? yeah, once you're done touring, it's whatever money you have saved. That's what you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Unless you like <laughs> somehow like do like a green day thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like one yeah. of your songs becomes a thing and then, you know, suddenly you're like, like huge. Yeah. I mean, you got your green days, but it's, uh, so, but when was the last green day? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's actually an interesting, we question. had green day. When was the last green day? I mean, you could almost argue for all American rejects, but they, they were already like their first album. They were already like well on their way to being oh, like a yeah, humongous huge. band. Um, the last Green Day. Yeah, that's a good question. Who was like the last big punk band? I mean, I guess Blink, but that was similar time periods. Yeah, that was very similar. I mean, they went on tour together, co-headlining. Yeah, and you don't, I mean, you don't have a, what I'm talking about with like the, the last Green Day is like, I'm talking about a band that commands the amount of power to play an arena. Like I, they do. Honestly, I guess like Rise Against or Day to Remember. Yeah, that would probably be. Who aren't as big as Green Day? Right, but they play right. arenas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rise Against from an actual punk standpoint, and then Day to Remember from a associative standpoint. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, because there's not really. No, did you see that tour? Is Lincoln Park Rise Against and of Mice and Men? That's the, and, the, and this is the Such thing. Such a strange tour, the, the but it'll be so big. It's. The problem is, is like when you get as big as Rise Against Scott, is that you kind of have to accept every tour that's thrown at you at that point. Yeah. To keep yourself relevant or whatever. Yeah. Even though I haven't listened to a Rise Against album since The Sufferer and The Witness, like fucking almost 10 years ago. Right. You know, like. Uh, has it been that long? I guess it has. Yeah. Because Black Tide, my, my, my old band played with Rise Against when their big major label came out. Yeah. Oh, what album was that? Siren Songs? Yeah. That's strange. I was never really into Rise Against, so. I liked I liked Siren Song, and I liked Suffer and Witness, and I liked that I liked Revolutions per Minute, but like they were never a band that like I was like, oh, this is the most amazing. Like I have to right. listen to everything by I like, them. Um, that they have a message when they're that big. Yeah, and that's awesome, and they're great people. Right. Yeah, they're really good people. They're very that's, good. People. That's the main thing. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> Um, like Tim, the singer rise against was the dude that even like after they were like on MTV would be in Cincinnati and I'd be telling him about bands and he'd be like, Oh, do you have a CD by him? Like he was serious. Like he was yeah. a legit music dude. Like 
Yeah, and he, he looks wasn't so like, like blowing smoke up your ass. Like we knew each other just from playing in my old bands. Yeah. So he would just like be like, "Oh, do you have anything by him? Like, like I can listen to." And like they were literally on MTV on the radio, and they still drove a van. They don't now, yeah. but back then, right. they even were like obviously making a lot of money. They were just like, well, "We go home now." In a van instead of a bus and make forty to fifty grand more per tour, right? And it's like most bands don't do that. Like, no, they were a very like humble, politically like minded band, and they just happened to blow up. Yeah, they like literally. It was like, <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be like the two thousands Green Day, like pretty, you know, pretty much. Like, I mean, because of how like far they came from, like what they came from, you know. Yeah, but, but they didn't. They have changed musically, but they haven't changed like their politics and like their message, and that's cool. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, I guess that that would be the closest thing that I could find to that. Or I mean, like a day to remember, and you have like, right, your Wonder Years, but then it's like, I mean, but that's like still not. It's you just, know what I mean? Yeah, you just, like, you're comparing I, playing to fifteen hundred to two thousand people a night to thirty thousand people. Yeah, I mean that's like. Like, it's essentially, like, Green Day could command the same kind of crowd that, like, a U2 could command. At this, Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. That's just how it is. And, like, you don't... And I don't... Like, the weird thing is, is how did that even happen? Like, I still, I still have, like, this weird, like, thought in my head of, like, how did Green Day ever get as big as they are? And that's what's funny is because without Dookie, it wouldn't count. But I'm just going to say, like, I'm not counting 20th, 21st century. Yeah. Or American Idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I, why did I say 21st 21st century, century Breakdown? That's yes. like their new or newer one of their new albums. I don't know. Um, American Idiot, I get why it got as big as it did. But right. Dookie, when you really look back at it, it is kind of like a miracle. Yeah, because it was like Dookie was just a Lookout Records pop yeah. punk record. If you had looked at <laughs> any band on Lookout at the same time as that album came out, every band had just as equal an opportunity to become that big because they all were very similar. Yeah, when you look at Green Day, Dookie, like Queers, Love Songs for the Retarded, or Don't Back Down, right? Screeching Weasel. Wiggle, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, Mr. T Experience, Love Love is Dead. Yeah. Any of those records, like, in the right hands, I think could have been just as big. Right. And, I mean, it was good that Green Day got where they got because it helped a lot of bands, like, elevate above oh, absolutely. their position. But at the same time, I mean, most of those bands are either gone or in different forms now that, you know what I mean? like, And most of them are just filled with awful people. Right. Yes. <laughs> Did uh, you see Ben Weasel's letter to Fat Mike? Oh, I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> I don't. I can't listen to that shit anymore. So Joe Queer ended up a huge racist. Yeah. And uh, ended up what? always was. Yes. Now just is outcovered. I yeah. guess it's something that we knew. Now just doesn't shy away from it. But no, Green Day Dookie is a great record. It is. It is, but it's literally no different than all those other things at that point. It just had something about it. I don't know what happened. I, I'm guessing it's the same thing as happens every couple of years where like a marketing guy's like, okay, this is what we're selling now. Yeah, probably. And, like, I mean, know. it's funny too because people compare Dookie to Nevermind by Nirvana a lot, but I just feel like it's not the same. Like, I get why Nirvana got as big as they did. Yeah. Because you had the whole glam metal thing. Yeah. And Kurt Cobain and just came in and destroyed was it. A, yeah, like an answer to that. But because it was super also, poppy, it isn't like he wasn't aware. If you read books about him, like he was, he he was cl- like that's what he wanted to do. 
he wanted to be famous and rich and everything like that because there's plenty of books like and like encounters or like uh, accounts of him like where he would like find people for showing up to practice late and he would like <laughs> he would like specifically make them do certain things on stage and do all this like, right and it's like yeah it's calculated like he was calculated it doesn't take away from his influence because he was clearly like smart. But they were writing, yeah, pop songs that sounded not like pop songs. Right. And, and at that point, it was different. It was very different. And also, you know, like that, he wanted that, but when he got it, I think it was too much. You know, and that's probably the reason he fucking off himself. It's just right. because. Because you can't. And the difference, I think, is you can't call Nirvana a pop punk band. No. Green Day was a pop punk band. Right. Oh, yeah. Like straight in every single up. sense of There's the word. No... And. At that point, there was just nothing like it. Like, after yeah. that, you obviously had your offsprings and blinks and rancids. And I mean, but not yeah, I mean, it, it and that was, I mean, Green Day and Offspring were always part of it. Like, they were the two sides of that coin. And Offspring blew up super huge. Yeah. But they, I don't, they didn't maintain like Green Day. I, though, you gotta wonder if they could still command that kind of audience. They, I mean, they, they've been doing that thing where they were playing Smash all the way through or whatever. Yeah. Which, I get it, and it's a cool idea, but doesn't that just like stink of a money grab to you? Like, absolutely. That's what I mean. Is that's why I think. I mean, Dexter Holland, I'm sure, has money. And yeah, we, we they talked have to Nuno to. on here from Home Screen. He was signed to his label. We talked about his private jet and yeah. all that. But like, and he has a hot sauce company, which actually I know is very doing very well. Yeah, but you gotta have that smash cast to keep that. Uh, but the smash, the smash thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, that is the new thing: is album shows and tours. Which I like the idea of, but at the same time, really yeah. wouldn't pay very much money to see it. Like, like it's. I cool. guess it depends on the album. Yeah, I mean, yes, definitely. Would I pay very much to see Offspring play Smash? No, because I don't no. care. But I would like, pay I, a lot of money to see Dillinger Four play any of their albums all the way through. Sure enough, and like I saw at Prefest, Less Than Jake played Losing Street front to back, and literally right, right, cool. right when the intro clip came on like this is the old dude how i, like, I got super stoked yeah and it was great like, that, that was would be awesome. awesome to see yeah it was great but, but like, smash no i mean even if green day was doing a, a dookie tour i'd be like that's cool i mean whatever you know i mean i love that album and it was very influential on me but what's funny though is as big as dookie is like or was i think honestly like when you just said that i had never thought of it until now I bet like it's been enough years that it's weird to think about that if Green did a Dookie tour, they'd have to downsize the venues they played in compared to where they play now. Yeah, because all those kids don't know what the fuck that album is. Exactly. Huh. Like yeah. I, I talk to people now on tour, like that would literally be like the first Green Day album I heard was American Idiot. Yeah, that's oh god, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like a Green Day Dookie tour now, I feel like could play big clubs. Yeah, probably. People would just be like, like a, what? Like a fifteen hundred club. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but. I feel like that's accurate. Yeah, probably. But then again, I don't know because I still think that if they did it in like an arena or like a larger theater tour, they would still sell it out because of all the people who still remember that album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's all true like too. the kind of like middle aged people or like people around our age that like remember that, like they would go. So they'd be like, Oh nostalgia, you know, it's right. like it's like fucking people like it's like old people at a state fair who go to like see like Michael right. McDonald play taking it to the streets. Like right. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. It's like, it's just weird because I don't think there's anything wrong with it because we're just older. Right. But like our friend Lauren who pierces people had a girl that she was piercing and she was like, what do you want to listen to? And she was like, I want something more like old punk, like yellow card. 
And it's like, yeah, that's weird for us because it it's is. like, what? But then yeah. you think, and it's like Ocean Avenue is like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah, and it's old to them. And if they're like 15 or 16, it came out when they were six. Yeah, that's true. So, Ugh. like, to you and I, it's like, kids. oh, that's crazy. But it's just yeah. like, well, I guess, I mean, you can't really hate <laughs> on it. Old like, punk? Old like, punk. Like, yeah. which to us is obviously like the Misfits or the Ramones yeah. or the Clash. To people now is Green Day. Which at least almost works, up to like yellow card, which is crazy. I'm trying to think what the other ones would be, of what, like other old, old punk bands to them. Uh, what was card, popular around all yellow card? Yeah, Newfound Glory. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who's been it. around? I mean, honestly, Newfound Glory is what probably fifteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they probably think that about the old Saves the Day records too. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of it's so like, weird. Oh, this band used to be a punk band, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So it's old punk. Yeah, it's yeah. old school punk. It's so weird. It's very strange. But like they think like uh, it's like, like and no I'm not use being, for a I'm, name is like a classic punk. Band. You know what I mean? That's like like, like old, the Ramones yeah. to us. And I'm not even like it's not in a disrespectful way. It makes sense. Like I'm not hating. Oh them. yeah, it absolutely makes You're sense. You're just younger because yeah. when I was younger, it was the same. I'm sure. I want to listen to something they, like I want to listen to something classic like uh, what was that band that fucking from first to last or whatever. Right. <laughs> what was wrong with them? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the video where like where they're in the desert? Yeah. Riding that? the wings of pestilence. <laughs> Why do you still remember that? <laughs> because I hate that so much that I remember. Do you remember the hidden track that me and Sam used to always play? That was uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh my god, I forgot. And all I remember was like, it was like on the Sunday of Christmas, my ex gave to me twelve shotgun blasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then that man went on to be Skrillex, who now makes a million dollars a night. Yeah, well, you know, he hits play on his computer. Does his thing. Hey. Dances around. It's you can do it. You might as well. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> do you want to do some questions before Pat calls in? Yeah, that's fine. Um, we actually had one from Twitter that I forgot to get to last week because we didn't get to any questions last week. Um, Ma- Mary Annette on Twitter asked, uh, at a question uh, for Big Snackers, that Warp Tour, this band with a chick in it, were promoting the army and we're giving you free CDs if you put your email on the army mailing list with this guy in full uniform. I thought that was the most unpunk thing ever. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, We've discussed the military. Yeah, so I, I, um, I agree, I that, agree. That, that that's like a really poor marketing Today tactic. Today is Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. So uh, No, tomorrow that. is actually. Is it? Yeah, it's tomorrow. I thought it was today. No, it's tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. It's well, the same day every year. Well, fuck me. Okay. Excuse me? Wait, uh, what? So what do you think about that? I agree. I don't... I don't just think it's the most unpunk thing ever. I think it's the most, like, obnoxious, intrusive thing. I think it's wrong. Yeah, as I think... I don't think the military needs to be preying on kids at the right age to try to make them think that the military is cool. And, like, yeah, here's this punk CD if you want to sign up for the military. It's just like, wait, what? I... (laughs) Yeah, that's really fucked up. Like, I, I don't like that tactic at all it's the same thing as like when i don't do kids still have to take the asvab test in school somebody write in and tell us like that's the (laughs) armed services like whatever test that they give you like any younger people listening do you still have to take that tell us because this is what it is is like they they test you in all these like categories and then 
they essentially like use that information to like see what you'd be good at in the military, and then they bug the shit out of you for like a year after you. They graduate. show up to your house, man. Yeah, they, they show up to your house. They call you. Call you all and the here's, time. And here's my theory on that: is I think every single student that takes it, they hit up. They don't care. No, they don't give Even a shit. Even if they're like, you'd be a terrible person in no, the military. But they, uh, they just need you bodies. You would excel man. at, yeah, at this. And it's just like, I know it's a sensitive topic every time we talk about it, like respecting the troops and all that. But it's just like. No, I mean, here's the thing. There's some people who go into it knowing full well what they're doing. Yes. Like my, like our friend Chris, like he went in the military after he went to college and, you know, he was a sergeant and like he had like what he was doing, what he wanted to do. Yeah. But there's also the other side of that, which is poor kids who have nothing else, and they go in when they're 18. Because, yeah, they're like, we'll pay for your college. What is this and that? Yeah, and well, they, they do that. Yeah. They also make you murder innocent people. Right. Torture people. Yeah. And fuck up your head and your life forever. Right. So <laughs> There's this old compilation of hardcore bands that Dillinger 4 was on back in the like late 90s called... Uh, limited options sold as no, noble endeavors, which I always thought was, and it was like about, it was an anti-military, like anti-recruiting yeah. thing. Like they would go and they would go and give out these 10 inch like records, like at like recruiting events and stuff. <laughs> right. And like, that was like, I mean, essentially that sentence noble endeavors or limited options sold as noble endeavors is exactly what it is. Like, yeah. like you see like those people in like really poor communities and there's people outside of like every store that they would go to. Yep. And they're always outside of like dollar stores and like, um, like discount like uh, grocery stores and yep. all that kind of stuff. And they wait and then they wait for those kids to walk up and then they start like, oh, you know, you could be blah you could blah. Help blah. Your you country. could do this you and could it's be like, a hero. Yeah. Or you could lose the use of both your fucking legs and never see again, like by getting blown up by an IED. Like you know what I mean? Like, there's no, future. There's no like solid future in it. Like. And it's funny, like, using the word hero, because, like, who can you name from the military? The only people I can name from the military are either people I know personally. Right. Or, or, like, dudes, like, that get in trouble for, like, you know, raping girls and stuff. Right. If someone was really out there, like, saving our country. Yeah. And, like, on the front line. Yeah, you don't have, like, there's no no real-life Steve Rogers, like, running around with an adamantium (laughs) shield, like, fighting Red Skull, like... (laughs) It, it's just like, I'm not, I mean, obviously, and this is the thing, and people, I feel like when people listen to this, they'll think, like, I'm, like, anti-military. I'm the furthest thing from it. Like, my family is all military, yeah. like, and I love military history, and I read a lot of it, but that's the reason why I'm against a lot of their tactics, is because I've read fucking a lot about yeah, it, and exactly. I know a lot about it. Once you've learned, really, like, what's going on, and what happens, and how, like, things are treated, you start to learn, like, this is wrong. Yeah, things are fucked up. Like, this is not the way, like, an actual military force should be run. Right. Especially not a civilian, like, volunteer force. <laughs> there's a lot of things wrong with it. Like the, And it's from the ground up. Like, there's no way to really, like, change it at this point. Because it's just been this way for so long that, like, people just accept it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, who knows? That's neither here nor there. But I think that's a gross thing to do at a punk thing with like 15 year olds walking around is yeah like, it's totally weird it's like the fuck i mean it's essentially just like that simpsons episode about like where in sync comes and like yes like you know like they have they form a, or they make the kids in springfield into a boy band that like makes people like subliminal messages like to join the navy <laughs> right like that's well, basically really is, what that is it's equivalent to me of almost literally like hey kid do you want some candy yeah come on over here yeah 
and then you sign this contract so that you, you want to be a hero. <laughs> yeah, you want some candy? Okay, well you can have it, but sign this contract and make sure you can't do anything for the next like four to eight years, and we'll put you in prison. Yeah, would you like to go to the desert? <laughs> hey, you, you like the beach, right? Well, there's a beach with absolutely no water, <laughs> but it's it's a beach. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you gotta of... <laughs> shoot kids. Yeah, so if you ever want to do that, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> Uh, let's see oh, what's else? next uh, as it drains to the Severn said as someone who had a roommate that used to listen to Rack City all the time it was also his ringtone oh my god your evisceration of that song nearly made me die of laughter at work thanks for that hey you're welcome yeah we did uh, end last week with uh, Rack City by Tyga yeah. which is one of the worst songs ever I still don't think I still think it's weird Tyga stopped by and he it didn't is... even bother to defend the song he just <laughs> yeah he just kind of I don't know. He seemed he seemed defensive in general, yeah. but not defensive of the song. Right. Which honestly, I have never listened to that whole record, but it's probably worse than that song. Oh, I can't even fucking imagine. I don't want to listen I'm to it. I'm going to listen to it now. No. We can talk about it. Does then he, I'll have to listen to it. I do follow him on Instagram, um, King Gold Chains. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, is that really what he calls himself? Yes. Also, Miley Ray Cyrus followed me on Twitter. Like Miley Cyrus or just a Twitter that says that? Miley Cyrus. It was weird. I tweeted at her to ask her to be on our show. Yeah. She never responded, but followed me. She's probably too busy being on drugs. Yeah. (laughs) Twerking on Molly. (laughs) With her tongue straight out. Um. If you're listening, I don't mean that, Miley. This guy's... The chances of her listening to this... <laughs> I know. <laughs> look, just for the sake of if she is, you're probably out showing your pussy to everybody. Because <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> and grinding up against... Uh, what's his name? Two Chains? Well, no. Um, he made the creepy song. That could be anybody. <laughs> At this point, yes. I can't remember. Robin Thicke? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In her Beetlejuice, or in his Beetlejuice costume. <laughs> uh, OS2 Warp said, which I think is funny that somebody would name themselves after an obscure marketing te- term from IBM back in like the early 2000s. I think that's awesome. I know. I think it's great. Hey, it's Floyd again. Here's another one of those hilariously terrible country music uh, videos. I had to listen to this while I was at my dad's girlfriend's daughter's house <laughs> fixing Wait, the computer. My dad's girlfriend's <laughs> daughter's house. You just made a new country song. Yeah, because your <laughs> dad's, dad's girlfriend's yeah, daughter's okay. It makes sense. I thought he was saying like maybe his like stepmom, but that would be like his stepsister at that point, but it's not. So, but still, um, this guy he, he wrote in with, and this is Colt Colt Ford answer to no one. Colt Ford. Yeah. Oh, goody. You gotta see this guy though. No, this guy is serious. No, no, wait. Stop it. Let me tell you a little story about how I was raised. Everyday work, everyday pray. Got family, friends, yeah, everybody sins. A winner never quits, and a quitter never wins. Help folks in need, don't fall for greed. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's not me. <laughs> it's... 
so listen up, y'all, cause this is how I feel. I won't back up, I don't back down. Okay, you know, that's fine. Oh, God. Thank you so much, Floyd. Colt Ford. Uh. <laughs> that didn't look like me. I don't know. I mean, I feel like people should probably look that up and see. You should post on the blog. Yeah, because uh, I feel like maybe you have a separate, uh, thing, separate career. You're not telling as people Colt about. Ford. Yeah, yeah. I drive all night. And I ride around in trucks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this guy sent in a YouTube video. I mean, I don't want to watch too many videos, but <laughs> it's true. I'll, I'll see. He said, "How how are or how up on weird videos are you?" I don't know. Weird videos? Up. Yeah. I mean, we send each other weird stuff all the time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I I don't know how up I am. We'll see right now. Okay, this is called Pizza Freaks Unite. Apparently, <laughs> it's by Totina's <laughs> Pizza Roll. Is that, is that Howie Mandel? No, it looks like Colin Mockery from Who's Line in the Oh, I did watch this the other day. My name's Hard Rock Joe, and I hope you like punk music, because there's a punk song that I wrote for Totina's Pizza Rolls. Totino's, Totino's. Oh, it's just a it's just a Tim and Eric thing. Yeah. It was eh. it's a good it's a good video. It's really it's funny. It's not that weird. No, I'm sure it is. I mean, they always make really funny stuff, so. Yeah, it's a great video. You should definitely watch no, if it. If you're going to send us something weird, send <laughs> yeah. us something weird. Yeah, I think you're underestimating how weird Justin yeah. and I text each other throughout the week. Yeah. And the things we send There's each other. There's literally a, uh, one of the things I sent Ryan not too long ago was literally a video from a porn site that was like the worst computer animation of a guy with the hugest computer animated dick <laughs> just coming everywhere until he drowned in it in his room. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so... If you want to, like, we'll just go with that level. <laughs> Justin also once sent me a CGI video of a minotaur. Oh, yeah. Having sex with a female woman. It was it was an elf woman. <laughs> okay. Your classic fantasy elf. A.K.A. she had pointy ears and was blonde and was a normal yeah. woman. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, she had pointy ears. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't... That doesn't differ- differentiate elf from normal woman. Like, no, she was a normal woman. She was an elf. She was an elf. Like, she how does was, that not differentiate? She was a tall, big-breasted blonde woman with pointy ears. Yeah, which pointy ears equals elf. Getting literally drilled by a minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something wrong with this? I don't really. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just I don't know what you were looking up to find that. Just a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, what do you guys think of death grips? I don't know because I don't know what that is. I've heard that. I keep hearing that name over and over, but I, do I don't too. know what it is. Yeah, we should look it up. I guess we're going to have to look it up now. Let's all learn together, people. Unless like, unless this is another one of those things where we've done this before and we just don't remember because like... <laughs> That's always possible. Death Grips. Justin also... It's an experimental hip-hop group from Sacramento, Sacramento, California. I think we have looked them up before on here. Yeah, we have. I remember. But let's just... I don't remember if I liked it or not. Me neither. I feel like we didn't like it. That's normally the case. Death Grips. No love. I don't... (laughs) 
1,000% I used to give a fuck. Okay, get to the song. <laughs> Is this MGMT? More or less. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like this. The thing is, it's like... <laughs> and I'm I, sure anybody listening that likes it is like, well, you have to listen to more on different songs. Maybe? No, because this is the thing. <laughs> in two minutes, I can already see what they are, which is experimental art stuff, like trying to wrap itself in hip-hop. Like, that dude's a, an artist of some sort. He's, yeah, probably, he's probably a poet or whatever. And like he feels like having that kind of intensity and making that kind of thing makes it relevant. And it's like... No, what makes rap relevant is like the message within it. Like yeah. that to me is no better than Bobby Shmurda. Right. Because it's has it's just, just on as, the poor opposite of the spectrum. Right. It has just as little to do with anything. Like right. it's self important for the, the sake of being self important, but well, it doesn't really say anything. Uh his friends say shooting is his hobby. Oh yeah, that's true. For Bobby. Yeah. Doesn't know karate. Yeah, he doesn't, but waiting okay. in the hotel lobby. <laughs> For uh, Dottie. I, I'm out of rhymes. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> what? I I figured out Dottie you were. Uh, yeah, so suffice to say we don't don't think anything <laughs> of Death Grips because it's boring. Um, who, who are the girls in the background of every episode? Speaking of girls, at what age did you lose your virginity? Also, they spelled girls G-U-R-L-S both times. Oh, are you guys interested? We can set you up. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> um, it's been our friends Lauren and Vanessa. The last, like, that's pretty much the only. Yeah, Lauren. And it's Vanessa. not every episode. It's like literally it was two. Yeah, they've been here for a few. Yeah. Um, probably more in the future. It's Lauren and Vanessa. They are our friends. Yeah. They um are both pretty cool. Yeah, they're nice. I guess Vanessa plays Left for Dead a lot. Mm-hmm. She used to. She doesn't anymore. She had to stop playing it. <laughs> and Lauren calls people a dumb bitch a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or a big dumb bitch, or you big dumb bitch, or... Or say, some, like, derivative version of dumb bitch. Or shut up, you dumb bitch. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> um, and I lost my virginity when I was 20. By choice. When did you lose it? Not by your own choice. <laughs> no, I just mean... Some people might think, like, that's really late. Was he a big geek? It's like, no, I was cool. <laughs> that's not really late, Ryan. Good. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. And also, <laughs> like, anybody who would say that is just <laughs> a fucking idiot. Like, what a big geek. You fucking didn't, you didn't get late till you were 20. Fucking, <laughs> fucking fag. <Yeah>, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my virginity in the back of a Ford Explorer. That white one that you had? Yeah. Oh. Huh. I didn't know that. I lost yeah. mine yesterday. Uh, <laughs> anyway. To who? Uh, a good story, actually, about me losing my virginity. Stop winking at me. Okay, listen. Lost it to you yesterday. <laughs> I didn't see you yesterday. <laughs> you might not have seen me, but <laughs> okay, I, I felt right. you. But I, but I fucked you. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, a good story about my virginity loss is it was in the back of a Ford Explorer. And when, on the way to Dave Matthews Band concert. <laughs> no, not on the way to Dave Hell Matthews yeah, bro. <laughs> no, the, Hell yeah. Is um in my short sightedness at the time and which is funny to think about is once the girl got on top of me, I realized that I didn't want to lose my virginity yet. So after a minute, like I s- pushed her off and just like jerked off and finished. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, like, why are you laughing so hard? Because so, the thing is, is like that is exactly the type of person you are. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Because like that's just I don't know. That's like a perfect example of like if anybody really wants to know Ryan really well, like that's it. Like that's the perfect example of his like indecisive nature. Like in a lot of ways. <laughs> so I pushed her off and then finished and then. I thought about it and I was like, I already lost my virginity, I guess. So that was stupid. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's not stupid. It's whatever you want to do, I guess. Never but. had sex since. What about true? It's because he sold that Ford Explorer and that's the only place he felt comfortable. <laughs> right. With a woman. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. I can't. I'm not, um. I'm not telling any more of the story because it gets too erotic. You just told the story. Go on. What's the next question? <laughs> now I want to know. Just say what's the rest of the story. There's not much. <laughs> Go ahead, though. I drove her home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you want to tell that part? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we still talk sometimes. <laughs> That's cool, man. If you do, you think I was talking this one about it yesterday. <laughs> do you think if you ha- are on good terms with all of your ex girlfriends, that makes it weird, or do you think that just means you weren't like a shitty boyfriend? I think that means you're just not a shitty person. I agree. Like as far as I'm concerned, I'm friends with everybody I've ever dated. Me too, so. for the most part. And like the people that I'm not, it's not because we don't like each other. It's just because we just drift into different worlds. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, but I still talk to most of my exes, and we're friends. I don't think it's weird. Not unless you show up to your house in the white Ford Explorer, and then they're going to know. <laughs> Get in. Let's do it. Let's redo it. No, no. <laughs> right, next question. Uh, hey, hey, Justin, whatever happened to OTI podcast? That's a funny question, guy, because Back. we just released a new episode last week, and the website's back up. So quit asking me about it, everybody, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's back. Uh, which is mine and John Lewis's uh, John Lewis from the Dopamines podcast, uh, One Time I. And you can get that at uh, onetimeipodcast.com or just look it up on uh, iTunes. Or on Tinder. Yeah, or on Tinder. We're on Tinder. We're trying to, as a podcast, <laughs> date people. Um, and then he, this is I Am Not a Punk Who Asked That. Uh and he also continued, Ryan, what's been your favorite album artwork that mixtapes, youth, youth culture, or any of your other projects has had? I love the show. I look forward to it every week. Thank you. We appreciate that. I mean, for real, we do. Hello there, Justin. Hi. I'm William H. Macy. <laughs> this is not even close to his voice. <laughs> okay. Um, For mixtapes, I really like... The artwork for Ordinary Silence and the acoustic album we made. Um, 
for my other projects. I think Black Tie Bombers, Eternal Happiness has great artwork that John Lewis, you did the podcast with, actually drew. Yeah, it does have really good artwork. It's really cool. He drew Cincinnati, and it was hand-drawn and hand-colored. And uh, it was an album we made that was named after an ICP song, which made it even cooler. Yeah. Because uh, Shaggy Too Dope in the song in court is talking to the judge. And he says the judge sentenced him to eternal happiness and good health, bitch. Motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, is yeah, it one or the mother, other? It's motherfucker. <laughs> it is motherfucker. So there's that. But, uh, I mean, I like all of our artwork. We've been lucky. Um, Ryan Russell, who, I mean, has done – he's been on the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's – Well, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, he is asking you to uh, – what your favorite one was, not for you to sit there and stumble over everything that's happened in your guys' career. I'm thinking about all the artwork. I don't know. Um, Here's a recap of everything that we have had as artwork. Okay, it's, either, it's, it's either Ordinary Silence or How to Throw a Successful Party. Ty. No, you gotta pick. I can't pick. Yeah. There's no. somebody holding a gun to the heads of both those albums, and you have to pick. You can't kill an album. Well, they've, they've manifested themselves into children. Are they Jerry's kids? No, I don't think Jerry had anything to do with this. <laughs> um, as magical as Jerry is, I don't think he could even do that. But I like How to Throw a Successful Party, but I'm probably biased because I set up the entire scene myself. Okay, well, now Ordinary Silence is dead because of you. No! Sorry. But it was a good cover. That's, you just killed it, though. <laughs> oh. You killed it, and it was like it was like about to like join the soccer team. And had like a lot of friends at school and stuff. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Very good gun sound effect, Michael Winslow <laughs> from Police Academy. <laughs> the gun was in my mouth. What did you want? A better sound effect than? <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> was that better? That was a little bit. It'll, be, it'll have to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Good. That was a G.I. Joe version. <laughs> um, uh, Paul wrote in and said, I feel, you guys, I feel you guys are wrong about James Deweese. I don't remember him ever leaving Get Up Kids. He left Coalesce, which he's right. I, 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 was, I misspoke. And he said, which I feel, which I feel was the mistake. And his Kickstarter project wasn't for Last Stop Crappy Town. Yeah, we misspoke about that, too. He said he agrees it's not a good album. He said it was for No Country for Old Musicians. Decent, but not great. And I remember them having tons of fans up until Last Stop Crappy Town. The Reggie tour for songs not to get married to sold out fast as hell here in a pretty decent-sized venue. Paul, a Reggie apologist. That's fine, and you'll have tours that have venues that get sold out, but... It doesn't matter because they haven't like they haven't made good music since the second album. I agree. Like they have I've here and there that have good songs. Most but people don't agree with us. I've realized. I just don't know how. Under the Tray is very well liked, and I think is most people's favorite album. It's not. But that was the one that made them the most popular. Yeah, absolutely. They're on MTV and stuff. But that is also they had the, the turning point where they became a shitty band. I agree. Yeah. Because there's no, I don't know. James Dewey just feels like a fucking idiot. I just feel he is. Like, I don't care. Like, no one's ever going to convince me that he's not. Like, like, Get Up Kids are great, 
and but he's not a major part of that. No, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know behind the scenes how much he had to do with songwriting. Right. I but don't think much because Matt Pryor's a big fucking like control freak. Yeah, like so unless he was writing the lyrics or music, I can't imagine that Get Up Kids would have been much different without him. Right. And I agree That's with not to be insulting. I agree with this guy that him leaving Coalesce was a mistake, but at the same time, wasn't Sean Hayes or Sean uh, what's his name from Coalesce? Like, wasn't he like the major motivating factor in that band? Like, uh, yeah, I feel like it. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's like. And also, like, when you're talking about music, it's just all coming down to an opinion. Yeah, and that's true, and I am being a bit strong about it. But honestly, like, Reggie and the Full Effect hasn't been good longer than they were good. I agree. And that's an opinion, but you can take it to the bank. <laughs> it's an opinion, and I agree with it completely. But yeah, it's hard to say, because music is so... I mean, you never know. Like, you might have a favorite album by a band, and someone else has a completely different one. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, there's I mean, it's like we're yeah. talking about Green Day. Yeah. There's people who first heard American Idiot as their first Green Day record, and it's their favorite. Right. Which is weird to me, but... I mean, you know, whatever. Nimrod's my favorite. Yeah. Nimrod was right. Hello? Hello? Hi. Is this Pat Kennedy? This is him. This is Ryan Rockwell. It is, and Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi. How are you doing, Pat? Big snackers, dude. Yeah, you're, That's right. you've made it. You're on. I made it. I'm a snacker. Well, we got a lot of emails asking us to talk to smaller bands. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we, we looked for the smallest one we could find and then went a little there further down. There you go. You hit the jackpot. Smallest <laughs> band on earth. <laughs> Not true, but uh, light years. Pat, I said it earlier in the episode, actually, for real. Um, Lightyears is the first band mixtapes ever toured with, and Pat is one of the best people I've still ever toured with. Oh, man. I tried to get Pat to join mixtapes in between bass players and quit Lightyears, and he didn't, so he's committed. I know. I made a mistake, but... (laughs) Well, you're still a band, and we're not, so... Yeah, well, (laughs) R.I.P. You're on tour right now, right? Yep, yep. Where are you? We are somewhere... In Oregon, driving to San Francisco. Very pretty. Did you play Portland? Yes, we did. Did you have Voodoo Donuts? Yes, we have a box sitting right in front of me. Still, <laughs> some left over. Voodoo Donuts, I've realized, is one of the few places that have all the restaurants and things like that that are on TV and bands and people talk about that are like so overhyped and you have it and you're disappointed. Voodoo, yeah. Voodoo Donuts is like literally the best donut I've ever had. Yeah, it's great. You ever had a little place called Dunkin' Donuts, Ryan? <laughs> have you seen? Have, have either of you guys seen the videos of the people in California trying Dunkin' Donuts for the first time? No, no. It's real funny. Like, I mean, it could have been completely staged. I have no you idea. Get near the microphone. You're the <laughs> fucking worst at this. What? It has been a year of you not understanding how to talk into a microphone. I don't understand it. Uh, um, there's, it's like literally. These people are just like trying Dunkin' Donuts. Like this is the freshest, best donut I've ever had. What? Really? Yeah. It's just like Dunkin' Donuts is fine. I don't think it's bad. Proving yet again, dude. I I love Dunkin' Donuts, and I don't know. I go there like almost every morning when I'm home because I like the coffee. Their donuts are like fine. They're yeah, like they're fine. They're, they're definitely not like the freshest donut I've ever had. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> I mean, like they're fine. That's a perfect word for it. 
But like, yeah, Voodoo Donuts is just one of those places that gets so hyped, but then you have it, and you're like, oh, this is actually amazing. Yeah, no, it's just really good. But uh, so you're going to San Francisco, huh? Oh yeah. You excited? <laughs> I am. I like uh, I like California. Who are, you, who are you on tour with right now? Uh, we're on tour with a band called Driver Friendly. Oh, Driver They're Friendly. Cool. They're on Hopeless, right? Yes. Yes. Matt sent me some of their stuff. They remind me of Reliant K. Definitely, yeah. If Reliant like that, K was like less Motion good. City vibe. What'd you Definitely say? Like a, they have like a Motion City soundtrack kind of vibe going on. Do you have you have you fought them yet? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty nice. Wait, wait <laughs> what? No, have you fought them? Have I what? Like punched them? Like fought them? Oh no, that's coming though. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that coming up? That's definitely coming. <laughs> one day, you know how we do it, right? <laughs> one day, like in the middle of the tour, you're just gonna snap and be like, "Listen, yep. motherfuckers!" <laughs> Take it out of like really nice guys. So we saved it be- because I think it's literally one of my favorite things of all time. Justin doesn't know the full story. That's why I want to do it on here. But uh, let's talk about Subway. Come on now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. We have to. Dude. What? I will give credit where credit is due. This joke <laughs> has gotten insanely out of proportion. <laughs> like, the biggest... I don't even understand it now. Like, it literally just blows my mind how widespread this got. Exactly. And that's why I think it I literally... I literally don't even know... I literally don't know how to start. I think at a show, like... I did some stupid thing. Like, I was like, oh, I hate working at the pizza place. Like, playing shows is what I like. And P Fresh was like, you don't work at pizza. You work at Subway. Shut up. <laughs> there on, like, it just, like, he, like, wouldn't let it die. Got it in alternative press twice now that I work at Subway. Has photoshopped pictures of me very well. I think Kamal did it. Of me working at a Subway. And people... I meet them. We'll be like, oh, like, so you work at Subway? Like, dead serious. <laughs> and I tell them no, and they don't understand. They're like, who would make that up? Like, that is so insane. I was like, yeah, I know. Our friend Kamal, who calls in here often, has photoshopped literally pictures of Pat working at Subway. And they're very convincing. They're very convincing. And he's, he's also like, he's photoshopped. really good. He's, photosho- he's photoshopped ads of Jared at Subway and put in Pat's face. <laughs> Dude, someone put a Light Your Song over a Subway commercial. I don't know. <laughs> it's on YouTube. I don't know how that happened either. oh god so for people yeah our friend josh from cleveland which is basically where light years is from because toledo doesn't count as a city glass city <laughs> Gla- glass city that's bitch. what it's glass, called glass, they call city, it glass city you haven't heard the song glass city by these guys who are rappers up there no oh because i will play it for you shortly have you heard it pat i've never heard it i'm very intrigued oh well you don't know god. about glass city pat what's wrong here you're not keeping I, up with the hometown roots? that sounds like Drug stuff. I don't know. No, it's drug just that, stuff. That's what they call Toledo. Bad. Is uh, doing glass. Did doing you glass. Did you know that Toledo is called Glass City? I did not. <laughs> I, I didn't either. But yeah. we're about to learn together. But uh, our friend Josh or P Fresh, are you gonna play, to play it real quick? Oh, uh, I mean, I'll just give it a second. Yeah, go ahead and let's listen to it. No, I'll, I'll just keep talking. It's fine. I'll oh. just let it load for a second. He he made up. I don't for no reason, which is why the joke is so good. That Pat worked at Subway, and it's not like it was like Look. a joke of like you have a terrible job or so that because Pat worked at a pizzeria. 
literally it makes zero sense. Making food. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it became this thing where everyone was just like, yeah, Pat works at Subway. And Pat was just so confused to the point where literally an alternative press, Light Years had an article and it said, also part-time sandwich maker at Subway. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how Pete Rich did it. I actually am kind of... You but, have to be impressed. You can't even be mad about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's insane. What'd you say? Like, literally, ran- random people will be like, hey, I'll Subway. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the best nonsensical joke ever. Like, it's, it's even better when I tell them it's not true and someone made it up and they're like... Because, yeah, so how do you confused. explain that? Because people, I'm sure, are just like, what? Yeah, like, why would they make that up? Like, what does that mean? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. The only thing that will be the best is if you got a job at Subway. Like, yeah. I know. I can't even, like, eat there now. Like, it just ruined it. That ruined eating at Subway? That's what ruined it. Not the fact that I Subway's mean, fucking mo- disgusting. Also the shitty sub, but... Right. <laughs> don't don't, yeah. say, don't say preposterous shit like that on here. Right. I didn't know if someone was listening to a rep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get sponsored. Even, even a rep for Subway would be like, actually, our food's very terrible. But... <laughs> And all of our meat is turkey, even though we yeah. we, we color it different colors and, and call it a cold kitchen. And also, yeah. and also, we say we're owned by the American Doctors Association, but that's not really a thing. It's a company way made up to make it seem like our food was healthy. That's true. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that is insane. But someone would take the time to do that. Well, you got to make you got to make it a mass appeal, man. Yeah. Speaking very, of mass, I mean, the, ma- mass appeal, let's talk about light years. Oh, oh actually, yeah, massive. I had one question to ask before we did that. Okay. Uh, what's the hardest thing you have to make at Subway? <laughs> oh, my God, not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, we were actually going to have some other friends call in this episode, but I realized it would just get derailed way too bad. That wouldn't work at all. It'd be... <laughs> what? Like, what, you wouldn't like that? That would be bad. I mean, we were texting. We had a thread about it with five of us in it. And we were talking about how, like, if we had uh, P Fresh or Matt call in, literally, it would just be all of us <laughs> laughing into tears with the people listening, being like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> literally, would only be funny to five people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you got to serve your needs sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, like you yeah. in the you in the White Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> what what age did you lose your virginity at, Pat? I was eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Where were you? I just I was at my friend, his name is Adam Wagner. I was at his house on a couch. He was sleeping very close to me actually. Wait, oh that's wait, wait, hold he, on a second. Wait, he was sleeping? <laughs> you fucked him while he was sleeping? Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, he so, was, I mean, that's a fucked up he, shit to admit, man. You I don't, fucked your family with <laughs> sleeping? Oh, God. I'm fucked. <laughs> Retell that a little bit better. Okay. To make I it seem like you're not a rapist. For the first time, and my friend was sleeping, not having sex with anyone. Okay. But he could have woken up and seen me. But I was such a horny young man, I didn't care. 
<laughs> well, you just made it sound way less creepy. Yeah, yeah. that was not is, creepy. Is that, is that better or worse? I don't, I don't know. know. I was such a horny okay. young man. I'm horny. I was 20, and I was in the back of my white Ford Explorer. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's even a little more creepy, I think. <laughs> Why? Is that? Why? Uh, a white Ford Explorer. Wasn't that like OJ's car? <laughs> no, you had a white Ford Bronco. Oh, shit. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Not too sure, much different. <laughs> yeah. Although the best story involving that car ever involves when I left for this one day. Because <laughs> Justin saw this. Is oh my God. there was like a median into a turn lane that I didn't see that was like two feet tall of concrete. <laughs> and I was driving to the highway. Justin, go ahead and describe what you so saw. I, I, was, I was driving in the correct lane, <laughs> and Ryan just hits this median and goes bouncing over it. But there's another one right after us. So he bounced over that. I look, I look over. He's like in midair looking at me with the craziest look on his face. Like not even a look like not even look like he's confused about what's going on, but like kind of like he's really happy about it and he meant to do that kind of. Like, oh my god! Like you're on the highway? No, no, getting onto the highway. We were, it was just oh, like, geez. but it doesn't matter because the street we were on is actually a really really busy street too. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that Ford Explorer literally went airbound. Uh, airborne. Airbound. Was it like wrecked? Is it still? Was it still okay? Oh, it was fine. Somehow, yeah, yeah. it worked. It, I, I literally tested. Man, it's fucking SUV, man. You go mudding in that shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's a very good ad for their product. Have you ever gone mudding, Pat? I've never been mudding. What I'm, I'm not really an outdoorsy guy. I'm going to throw that out there. I don't think people who go mudding are outdoorsy. <laughs> I, think they're just asshole, yeah. I think they're just assholes who want to ruin the environment. Right, right. <laughs> True, very true. Um, let's take a second here to listen to Glass City. Oh, yeah. This is a Glass right. City anthem by Don B featuring No Mercy. Don B. How lazy was that person when they made their rap name? Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure that's... this is the correct one because this was sent to me by a guy who uh, is married to a girl who lives in Toledo, and she said these are her friends. But oh, I remember this God. being hilarious. You hear it, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, this is it. That's Toledo. First of all... Oh, no, I think we lost him. Did we? Yeah, hold on. I don't think he likes that we're disparaging his city. <laughs> I wish that were true. The best is that they're driving around, like, leaning out of a, a Hello? old Impala. What happened? I, I think I, don't, we, I lost you in the hills in California. What? Oh, that's just not, that's oh. not acceptable. I actually think my phone was thrown out of that song. It just disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, um, that, that's, but yeah, Toledo is called Glass City because they used to wow. make a lot of glass there. 
And then A, that video literally is a Tosh.0 web redemption. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not. And B, I'm looking it up. Uh, Pat, I think you need to quit light years and join that. Yeah. Glass. I'm going to ask, yeah. They don't, they don't ask for much. You can just call yourself Pat K and you're good. Yeah, and then just have like a... <laughs> have like a How'd you come up with that? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's literally my name. What do, what do you mean? What is, what is it? Oh. And then you got to wow. buy... But you have to spend some money, like about $1,000, and buy like a early 2000s uh, Chevy Impala so you can lean right. out the windows right. in the parking lot with them. <laughs> like in the Hardy's like parking lot. Because it's literally what the video is, is them, like, driving around in a shitty old Impala, like, leaning out the windows. <laughs> Jesus, that is fantastic. So is that your next tour? I think so. Gotta do it. It's going to be called the, yeah, the Glass City Tour USA. <laughs> yep. Just playing Toledo. <laughs> Where do you play in Toledo? Frankie's? Frankie's, yeah. I think that's the only place I've ever played. We've played that's Frankie's that. twice. Yeah. Yeah. You like How'd it there? It what? How'd it go for you guys? It was good. We played there with Citizen and with Such Gold. Oh, yeah. I remember that tour. Yeah. Very cool. But, uh, so... Yeah, we usually... Uh, yeah. What? I was going to say, we. I think we've only played Toledo with Citizen, so it's been pretty good. How uh, How's tour going? It's going good. Like, I was kind of worried about it just because... But, I know how well we do outside of Cleveland, which is a good. What did you, are, you and, uh, a, are you on a weird old cordless phone just now? <laughs> no. Did you, did you no. I, you hit a button, but like modern cell phones don't really have buttons that you hit. <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. No, he has an iPhone because we have an iPhone group chat thread. No, he yeah, doesn't. I'm on an iPhone 5S, man. Is it a 5S or a 5C? Let's be real. 5S, I'm not that cheap, dude. I got a 5C. Uh, what are you trying to say? Oh, shit. <laughs> you got the gold one? Do you have the gold one? Yeah. That's nice. No, you have the That's gold one? Nice. Do you have the gold one? Yeah, do you? No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not getting that fancy. I want, I, they didn't have it in stock. I would have had it. So to both of you, I want to talk for a second. Uh, Last night, me and two friends were at my house, and we were browsing through Netflix. And we decided to watch Don John. Yeah, good for you. Which we knew oh, would be great bad. Movie. We knew. No, no. What? He really? Just said great oh. movie. You're not serious, are you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you like it? Look, I'm gonna come clean. There's not many movies I don't like. Okay, that's but... fine. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. If my... you're one of those guys, that's fine. But my yeah, roommate Josh not a... is one of those guys, and he'll watch any movie. And he was like, "That movie's terrible." Before we started watching it. <laughs> it was uh I thought it was kind of good. Okay, this movie is literally know. I'm not going to say spoiler alert because if you haven't watched it now, whatever, you can skip ahead if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a porn addict. He meets Scarlett yeah. Johansson and they use like these 40s terms literally like, "Nah, man, she's a dime. She's a dime." And then like they his him and his friends argue at a club like, "Nah, man, she's an eight. Eight, seven, seven, eight at best. He's like, nah, that's that's a ten. That's a ten. Now, for some reason, he only has dinner with his family and his wife beater, which his yeah, dad is Tony. Yeah. His dad is Tony Danza, and they both are in wife beaters. 
every single time they have dinner? <laughs> now I have to watch it. <laughs> Me too. Because Dude. we watch it more like how far we'll make it in this movie. We watch the entire thing because if you watch it with friends, it's funny enough that like you make it through the whole movie. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole uh, the older lady, Julian Moore. That was yeah, nice Julian Moore's in it, and he fucks her, and he fucks his girlfriend, and then she finds out that he watches yeah. porn, and she's just like, "Oh, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen ever." And he's like, "Everybody watches porn." And he says, "He's like, every guy watches porn every day," and it's like, "No, not, not but, yeah, <laughs> not, that was that's that was a little extreme, but because yeah. I don't watch porn a, every day, I have a lot of shit to do. Like <laughs> I don't have time. I, well, I did watch- like they stood up for masturbating though. It was kind of like a yeah, so what? He does. He like sets, sets up his masturbating to literally just be like. He opens his uh, Apple computer, and then he just like he he starts looking at pictures first, and then he moves on to the yeah, video. Yeah, I like how they went through every step of him. Yeah, like he has to find the perfect video. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Hours. <laughs> and then, like literally fourteen times in the movie, it just shows him throwing a tissue into a trash basket. <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed yeah, to like? like, like the computer screen boot up sound of the like right yeah it's so many it. times and it ends basically he meets this older woman in this class that his ex girlfriend Scarlett Johansson made him take because she was really controlling and she was a horrible person anyways and so is he right so I don't really know yeah. what the value of the movie really is but I guess it's in the fact that is it supposed to be about addiction or something he meets Julianne Moore and the whole thing is he tells her is that, like porn is better than sex. All right, because he says he gets lost in porn, but he can't get lost in a female. Okay, and then he pretty gets, deep at the very end. It's not deep, Pat. Oh wait! <laughs> at the very, very end, he gets lost in her, and she gets lost in him, and that's literally how it ends. <laughs> that's it. That's the entire fucking yeah. movie. That is it. Oh, she like her weird. family like died in nine eleven or something too, it, right? It, it, yeah, she had a husband that died and then it was creepy because maybe when she went to get nine eleven, I don't think that was in there What? I thought they died in nine eleven, but I think that's a different movie. Do you not respect the that's troops, Pat? <laughs> Pat, do you not do you not respect <laughs> the troops? Oh uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, why don't you have not some real. respect for uh national tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I expect I expect someone who re- represents Subway Incorporated to be a little more. <laughs> oh my god! Damn it! <laughs> no, <laughs> um, like at the end of the movie, basically, it's creepy. Like they go back to her place. It's the first time you see it, and she's just like, "I think she wants to make him feel something." So she's like, "Well, let's take a bath." Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Look, just, the he, thing is, is if you the first time you go to someone's house and they're like, "Let's take a bath together," <laughs> you leave that person's yeah. house and you don't ever <laughs> go back. <laughs> you get out. Well, that's how you and I met. Right yesterday. <laughs> no, it wasn't yesterday. Yeah. No, and you didn't lose your virginity yesterday yes, to me I either. Did. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I hope that's true. It is, even though he keeps saying it's not. It's not. He's true. trying to be like one of those guys that you meet, like at the at a bar, who like has sex with a girl and then goes, "Oh, that didn't happen. That didn't happen." No, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Real I'm cool, not. Ryan. Real cool. Way to act. Way to be a role model for our <laughs> listeners. A role Piece model of shit by saying that I fucked you yesterday. Yeah, because it was a nice experience <laughs> for me, but apparently you don't remember it. That's cool. <laughs> It's a cool way to act. Except that you've been saying for 10 years that you've made an entire video series. It's very popular selling. 
that has like over 400 videos yeah. of you fucking me. No, 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 no. Whoa. You apparently have never listened to me talk about or this. No, or are you fucking me with like a pineapple? Right, with things, not with <laughs> my, not with my. <laughs> look, if I'm not putting thing like I'm not putting my own penis inside of you, then this isn't me having sex with you. That's just me fucking you with a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's so fine. no, no, Pat. It's not fine. Yeah, it is. I would buy that. Exactly. <laughs> you can too. So <laughs> no, you can. I'll get a hold. Of, I'll get a hold of you later. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. About it. Do you have like yeah, some weird no black market out. video? Yeah, Ryan. I feel like you should know this by now. Well, like, you've been saying to me for ten years. Yeah, so. I think that you should figure it out by now. I mean, I have literally told you explicitly what they're about <laughs> and that they're available for sale. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, let me draw you a bath, and then he goes and gets in the bath. And then she goes and smokes a cigarette and starts crying. Um, it doesn't really explain Because the cigarette it. reminds her of the World Trade Center burning. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon? <laughs> I think it's been a while. Too soon. It's, it's been a while, like stained. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we can laugh about it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> laugh about it. Why? Did you... Well, I'm not about it. Oh, oh here he goes. This oh. anti-American subway corporation <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but no, like, and then he gets out of the bath and has a towel, and he's just like, "Hey, uh, looking great." Yeah, looking he, he really does. Good. He looks good. Oh, he's movie. a good-looking man. I'm not saying he's not. He's a good-looking guy. And Scarlett Johansson yeah. is a good-looking girl. I'm not ever going to in my life call a girl a dime. No, because that's yeah. creepy and weird. Yeah, like that's a ten. Like, no, you're weird. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't go to clubs, so I guess that's where that shit happens. So what? I don't understand. So what? What? So she's smoking a cigarette. And she smoking a cigarette. And he comes out, and then she's just like tells him. This is within like five minutes. I want to keep in mind. This goes back to when you explained Spider Man too, right? Of how ridiculous, like <laughs> weird the movie is. It's like this is all the last five minutes. It doesn't build up like it would normally in a movie. Mm. If she tells him about her husband and starts crying, then they start hugging, and then in the middle of the hugging, they start kissing. And then she gets on top of him and has sex with him and he loses himself in her. And then it ends. Like, that all happened yeah, in the like last scene. Yeah, they show their scene. faces. Yeah, it shows their faces. There's, like, like, a weird face shot. It's a weird face shot of them both looking at each other like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And it's like, that all, like, you don't learn earlier in the movie that her husband died, which would make sense. Yeah. It's all just right there, like, oh, here's this, by the way. Movie over. Yeah. This shit. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't she have at least said, oh, your dick reminds me of my dead husband's dick? Oh, my <laughs> God! No! <laughs> I mean, it would have wrapped it up nicely. Jeez, sorry, guys. Oh, my I realize, God! I realized I was talking about a bunch of prudes. <laughs> That's so wrong. Wait, it's a movie, so it's not like it's real, so it's not really wrong. Yeah. True. True. Is this episode now officially called Your Dick Reminds Me of My Ex-Husband's Dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called uh, it's called a footlong jihad because because uh, <laughs> this asshole we're talking to like hates America, laughs at nine eleven. Fuck America! <laughs> do you love America? I do actually, but I uh, yeah, I love it. I didn't vote though. Well, you don't need to vote to love America because voting is yeah. I'm not really a voter. I'm not a voter either. Are you a voter, Justin? Yeah, yeah. I voted. I vote on issues. I don't really vote for, like, people. Yeah, voting on presidents. I voted for Obama. That was, like, when he got elected. Yeah, that then, did a lot of good, Like, a long time ago. 
Someone just yeah, got really mad that I said that too. <laughs> like listeners definitely were just like, he did. Like he just done a lot of good stuff for us. I don't know. What? I don't know. We're trying to hear Pat Kennedy get really political here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The most political I get is like an anti-flag PD, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> you yeah, like them yeah. or liked them? Liked. Liked. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. We all have. We've all been there. Did we understand you see what that, that they're doing a 10-year tour for the or some tour? Oh, 10 years of 10 years after, like, the Terror State record, which was awful. Is that record 10 years old? Jesus Christ. I can't believe it. Do you old. guys both remember the hidden song off that record? <laughs> that was yes. the best song ever. Yes, I do. Oh, my god. Called Fuck the Flag and Fuck You. <laughs> Jesus. Do you remember that? That is- yeah, that's too far. Is that on YouTube? <laughs> like we, oh, I think I, listeners need to experience something oh, they might not have be. ever heard before. Um, last time we played a song, Pat got disconnected by how good it was. So hopefully this time that won't happen. <laughs> this song right, is like so. 30 seconds long, if I remember. Yeah. It literally was the point we realized like this band isn't actually serious. It can't be. No. It can't be. It's not that I disagree with the message. It's just that this song is not written by someone who's serious. Yeah. Are they from like Pittsburgh? They are from Pittsburgh. And like I, I remember like they had like fake accents. Like one time I saw them. They they did. They did fake accents. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Here we go. Let's have a little taste. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. (laughs) Best part's coming up is when it stops and he talks. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's all you need to play. And then it just goes on with fuck the flag and fuck you over. And what over. a bunch of fucking shit. Fucking shit. <laughs> Angry. Like, what's funny is anti-flag, as I got older, I realized like when I was a kid I was into it because I just thought it was cool. And punk. And I got older and realized that actually I agree with most of their message. But the music yeah. like, just can't, isn't something I can listen to as much now. Yeah. I mean, I a new kind of army was awesome. Yeah. That, that record's so good. What? New kind of army. I still... New kind of new army, kind of army, kind of army kind of I, tearing everyone yeah. down? Yeah. Well, O-A-O. And uh, this is Hello? not a crass song. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Are you still driving to your show? We're, we're, we just have a day off to drive all the way to San Francisco. Oh, the Portland and San Francisco oh. drive. That is a brutal drive. Yeah. So I'm just sitting in the back. That drive claimed the life of a great band. Really? Exploding Hearts. Oh, wow. It's a it's a brutal drive. It sucks. Yeah. So, so, try, so try not to think of that horrible well, thing no, as you're doing No, no, no. You have a day off. But see, some tours, I don't know if you've had any, we have do Portland to San Francisco or vice versa without a day off. Yeah, you got to do it overnight. And driving that Oof. drive overnight is not a good thing. Yeah. Like, it's very mountainous. It's very curvy. It's long. Yep. And it's you should have a day off for it. Yeah. But uh, that drive, yeah, that drive sucks. So yeah. you um, as a band, all of you, uh, who are the rest of your band? Introduce them. Uh, well, uh, we have Tommy Englert, plays bass. Tommy is a great person. Tommy is a great person. When we toured with <laughs> Light Years um, twice now, but 
Tommy would write notes and come up and show them to me while I was playing, <laughs> and they would make me literally stop singing, and I would laugh on stage. Yeah. 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 That's Tommy. <laughs> we have uh, Kent is our drummer, second drummer, already on our second one. Okay. And he's, he's holding it down on the middle bench. And then Andrew Forrest, our newest guitar player. His long hair. <laughs> um, what is what is your favorite tour you've done so far? Um, honestly, we talk about this a lot. Like kind of those early tours, like the mixtape one. The yeah. first mixtape one. The first mixtape story then, was with Light Years, and yeah. that was literally one of the most fun things of all time. Dude, like none of us cared at yeah. that time. You we know were two bands. Like, that no one knew about. Literally no shit's giving. Like, yeah. we were just like, we're going to have fun. Yeah, like... And that uh, was one of the... Yeah. There's a guy named Jason who is the worst now. <laughs> like, the absolute worst person. But, uh... What, am I wrong? No comment. No comment. What? Yeah, you're right. What? Oh, I was going to say, why is he the worst person? Because I'll, I'll be the judge. Um, no, he's our friend Jason, and he... Oh. Meant, he booked Light Years, and... He was like managing them, and now he books. He books a lot of big bands, and he moved to New York, and he thinks he's a cool guy. Oh, yeah, he's the worst. But yeah. he's still got a wonky. He's eye. an industry he, guy. He's got a wonky eye. Oh, so he's like a Matt Skiba worst. <laughs> right, right. So, um, Jason hit me up and was like, "Hey, it was after Maps came out, but we'd never toured at all, and he and we had a Dear Landlord tour coming up." But it was before that, and he was like, do you want to do this tour of the Span Light Years? And he sent me the songs, and they were great. And I didn't know Pat at the time. And here's the funny story about this entire situation, and our entire band felt the same way, <laughs> is that we didn't know Jason wasn't in the band. <laughs> so when I remember you telling me that. We're talking to him the whole time, and I have never met Pat at this time, who's writing all the songs and singing them. And I was like, this band's really good. Yeah, let's do this tour. Let's just do it, because that's what Mixtapes had decided, like, we're going to quit our jobs and more dropped out of college. And we we're just like, fuck it. Let's just go for it. Let's try it. And uh, so the first day of the tour was a Cincinnati show. And it was at the Mad Hatter, an old venue here I used to work at. And literally until Pat got up on stage and started singing the band played, we were like, wait, what is what's this Jason guy? <laughs> we, we didn't realize he wasn't in the band. Like we had no idea. Yeah. And at the time they were yeah. really a four piece band that had three people with them in this tiny van with no trailer. Dude, we were idiots. With like, they had like a bunk that was at the top of the van where you could only get in it if you were laying down. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not being mm-hmm. negative because all of that made that tour the most fun tour in the world. Yeah. Because the eight of them and the four of us, like, we just didn't give a shit. Like he said, we just went out there and it was like, we don't know if anyone likes any of our bands. We're just going to tour the country and just play these shows and fuck it. It wasn't that bad either. No, it went well. It It went well. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't remember all we played. Where was the best show of that tour? Or the funniest? Maybe. I had a lot of fun in the Massachusetts one. You remember. That band, uh, I think they were called Shit. I just remember we were making fun of a band all night, and that was great. It was like in a church. Oh, yes. I figure what they were called. That was what happened. Were, was we showed up. and we, There was no PA? It was a joke for two or three years <laughs> after that. As he kept on saying, the PA is on its way. 
the TA's on its way. <laughs> and it came to the point, and he had to rent this church to do the show. Um, he had to hire a cop because the church yeah. wouldn't let him without it for mixtapes and light years headlining <laughs> four years ago, four and a half years ago. <laughs> That's amazing. Literally, yeah. we were I not. There's a good turnout though. You guys weren't signed. I don't even think we were signed. We might have been signed Animal Style technically then. Um, yeah, it was a good turnout. It was a good show. But he kept on saying, like, the PA's on its way. The PA's on its way. Dude, that was in, that we were like, where is it coming from? Like, <laughs> yeah, like he kept on Baltimore? saying it. We were just like, why do you keep telling us that? And why is it not here? And why is it taking yeah. three hours? And then yeah, that's, that where, that's where Joey from the real world, his band, played that show. Yes, yes. And him and I became friends and- then. And it was funny because he, like, tweeted about us. I thought it was the coolest thing because he has, like, 40,000 Twitter followers because he was a guy from the <laughs> real world. Yep. And uh, they were called Late Night Wars. But the opening Yeah, band, I have one of their seven inches, I think. The opening <laughs> What? I, I think I have one of their seven inches. <laughs> the opening band was, like, this band that was, like, what, like a weird, like, screamo band that made no sense? Yeah. And they had their own PA. <laughs> <laughs> or microphone. I don't remember. Like, because when they were done, I remember going up and asked them, like, can we use that stuff so we can finish the show? Because they had a curfew. And I remember they were just like, no, we're leaving. Like, right, <laughs> yeah. when they, right, right when they played. So we ended up literally all the other bands and the touring bands played, like, what, 15-minute sets? Yep. Like, we shared everything, and it was, like, 15-minute sets. <laughs> it's pretty punk, and that's when I learned in Boston that every single corner has a Dunkin' Donuts. Love it. That full turn's going full circle. What? We're going back to Dunkin' Donuts. I like that. That's how it started. We're wrapping it around. We're wrapping it all the way around. That's what yeah. we do here. They are the freshest donuts I've ever tasted. The freshest donuts in the entire world. <laughs> that has to be staged. I don't believe it. I that, agree. Yeah, I agree. That's what I mean. Like I said, when I. When I introduced the commercial, I was like, you know, it might have just been set up by Dunkin' Donuts because they just started opening in L.A. and stuff, like, within the last few months. Yeah. And it's they, also the same as when I see those commercials where it's supposed to be, like, people who really like beer and they do, they're like, it's for Sam Adams. And they're like, they, like, drink and they're like, oh, I had no oh. idea. Sam Adams was so good. And it's right. like, it's fucking not. Yeah. First of all. And yeah. secondly... It's clear that you're sitting at a Sam Adams tap room of some sort. Right, and they're doing right. this to you. Like, uh, that's what McDonald's yeah. needs to start doing. Just like walk up to people at McDonald's and be like, have you tried McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, these Wait, nuggets are the freshest McDonald's? white nuggets I've ever had. <laughs> like those new yeah, commercials wow. for uh, how Burger has 10, Mc- 10 chicken nuggets for $1.49. Right. Those, oh, are oh. Not, those are not chicken nuggets. Right. There's no way. It's not possible. I already knew that McDonald's chicken nuggets probably weren't chicken, much yeah. like their burgers probably aren't beef. But Burger King is really pushing the envelope on 10 nuggets for $1.49, like as far as <laughs> we're about to reveal that nothing we have is real food. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Jeff Tate, a guy I went to high school with, is actually like a pretty popular stand-up comedian now. Yeah. He uh, has a bit on his album, and it's, it's on Spotify. I don't remember the name, so that doesn't help you at all, but his name is Jeff Tate. <laughs> And uh, it's it's about like it's a true story though. It's about him and his brother, who's a doctor, and uh, is allergic to chicken. Like if he eats chicken, he literally has to like, give himself like a needle. You know what I mean? Like he has a shot, yeah, an epipen. Yeah. And uh, he was like, "Well, let's let's go to McDonald's and try this because I don't believe it's real." And his brother eats a nugget, 
And five minutes later, they're sitting there looking at each other, and he's like, you feel anything? And his brother's just like, no. <laughs> so he's like, he ate the 19 other ones. And then, like, it, oh my God. nothing happened to him. Because that's been rumored he forever. Tried. McDonald's chicken nuggets are, like, fish. Yeah, or, other or things. some and other. Who yeah. knows? I don't know the answer. But I've always There's just even said, right there. when you eat McDonald's burgers, like, it doesn't taste like beef. It tastes like candy. Yeah. Candy. Well, I, but I don't. That's mean, what like, it's supposed to be. Like, I just mean though. like, yeah, like it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, even if you get Wendy's or Burger King, as weird as like sketchy as most of those places probably are, you're like, this tastes like a hamburger, to some degree. But McDonald's doesn't at all, right? But all those places are, are like they chemically manufacture their shit to taste exactly the same. Like that's why, you know what I mean? Like they're they're created to be a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. So you get like addicted to it because it's cheap and well, it's well. Burger King now and... literally uses like a chemical thing to do the flame broiled thing. They yeah, no, they don't even boiled. have. Yeah, they don't even have. And Applebee's doesn't even bother. They just pour shit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's literally just pours liquid nitrogen on all their yeah. food, and then they then they heat yeah. it in the microwave and give it to you uh, right after wiping their ass with it because that's what it tastes <laughs> like. <laughs> What does Subway? Our, what does Subway do? In, uh, yeah, give us some inside <laughs> info. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Are you going to tell us know. or not? I can tell you, our guitar player Andrew's favorite restaurant is Applebee's for some reason. Applebee's? No, oh. he loves Applebee's, and I don't like him for that. I Wait, would neither. hold on. Why? Why does anyone like Applebee's? Yeah, we used to go in high school because they did that half price advertiser thing. Like right. after nine o'clock, that was like the hangout was Applebee's. No, no, ask him. I don't right, know if you ask, had that. ask him right now why he likes Applebee's. Why do you like Applebee's? Ryan needs to know. <laughs> he said the half the half price apps. <laughs> but doesn't he, he only re- ever goes for that? Doesn't he realize he can go to uh, TGI Fridays right now and they have unlimited appetizers for ten dollars? <laughs> Stop it! I yeah, mean, that, I feel that's a good like deal. No one wants to go. There no, either. it's a terrible deal because you know what they're feeding you, and it is not going to be good at <laughs> no, all. Of course not. Yeah, I think Fridays are Applebee's though. I would too, but at the same time, that's like saying that's like saying I would take Arby's over. Something. I'll go ahead and bite a hypodermic yeah. AIDS needle. <laughs> go ahead and give me a beef and cheddar. Give me a beef and cheddar. <laughs> give me a butterfinger. Hey, I'd rather this hobo shits in my mouth <laughs> than uh, you know Ryan shits in my mouth. Well, once in the steak, right. once in the steak and shake parking lot, I peed in a guy's mouth. Yeah, you did. And then our, fr- our, our friend Greg threw up five times. Yeah. And one time, holy shit! I don't know what's more, more impressive. And one time in a Wendy's parking lot, you had somebody put a straw in your pee hole and blow into it. No, no, no. Yes, you did. No. Just because you did it to somebody else also doesn't mean that it didn't one happen. One time in a Wendy's parking lot, I put a straw into our friend Ryan's pee hole and I blew into it. Yeah. Oh my god! Is that? Yeah, he literally went, ooh, and he was like, that was the weirdest feeling thing I've ever felt. <laughs> oh, that's right. The other thing was he was supposed to smell your balls, and then he did, and then he almost threw up. That's what it was. And oh, he, here's why I'm a I good, remember, actually, here's why I'm a good on gen- that tour, the first tour, Ryan, I saw a picture, I think Boone had it, of your penis, actually, with ejaculate in midair. <laughs> <laughs> it was unreal. Wait, a picture. Like it was of... the most perfectly timed picture I'd ever seen. What of me ejaculating? Yeah, yeah, like I it was like that. shooting. 
I was impressed. I like that someone else in our band had a picture of it, not me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, it was like, this is what I need to know about Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? That is the truest thing that anyone's ever said. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Gonna be my friend. <laughs> uh, what, you didn't like me? And then so I saw that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need that picture, and then when someone's like, "What's what's Ryan? Like, what what's his deal?" Yeah. and I'll just show them that picture. I'll be like, "Here you go." <laughs> that is not yeah. it, right like, there. Oh. A picture of me ejaculating does not sum up my life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Pat on this one. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What were we talking about? I had something to say. Applebee's, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so Light Years has records out on two record labels. Well, yeah. Three, three actually. Yeah. But uh, we're keep talk- trying to find the right one. We're going to talk paper and plastic and animal style. Uh, yeah. Which is worse? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they both they both took a chance on us. No, hey, no, that's, no, that wasn't the yeah, that's I feel bad for them. That that wasn't the question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I feel weird. <laughs> I feel like someone they're gonna hear. So are you what are you on animal style or paper and plastic? Right now I would when people say who are on I say animal style. Okay. Yeah. But you I don't know if whoever we'll I don't know if Matt will ever be dumb enough to put something else out by us, but oh, he'll be dumb enough. Right now, yeah. Right now, yes. Yeah, he'll be dumb <laughs> He's enough. Stuck right now. Yeah, he definitely will. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be totally dumb enough. You don't have to worry. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a dumb guy. <laughs> what is, What is the name of your new EP? Tell people. It's called Temporary. It is. It's and very it's, good. Uh, um, thank you. Maybe we'll close with a song off of it today. Oh yeah. What what song would you suggest? Um, probably. What song doesn't song suck? Called, what's that? What song is like not terrible? Not terrible. Uh, probably the song "Fall Apart." That's a good song. One of my favorites out there. Yeah. As much as I like to give Pet shit, um, it is a great EP. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for writing it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Did you write it on? <laughs> is this true? Is this true? What I've heard. That you wrote it on the back of subway napkins when you're on shift. You did not hear that. <laughs> yeah, you might have heard that. I don't no, know, but a bunch of a bunch of other people just did. So <laughs> that'd be a great that'd be a great story though. Former fucking huge. <laughs> uh, for my old band, I did write lyrics in the back room at Journey's, the shoe store, a lot. There you go. On like Journey stuff. Yeah, that's punk. That is punk, right? Like Journey. me and the other singer, of the band, Sam, he would come in and we would sit in the back room. I was a manager of Journeys. And um, if I have any good stories becoming the manager at Journeys, it was Journeys Kids. Is I walked <laughs> in the first day and there were two like girls that worked there and I was their manager now. So like I just to fuck with them, but they had no idea because they never met me. I walked into the back room with them and I was like hey can you guys just pick up all these shoes and they're like what shoes and I was like these and I threw them all off the shelf <laughs> <laughs> that really happened that's great and I was just like that's those awesome. shoes and they just looked at me like holy fuck this is our new manager and then yeah. like obviously that's like I, I waited until they actually picked them up until I was like I'm just kidding it's not, it's, I'm not like that at all it's fine 
I'm glad you didn't help him pick him up. What? You didn't help him pick them up, did you? No, no, not, not at all. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't a ton, good, good. but it was just like enough to like, it was just, it was just like, make somebody think like, this is our new boss. Fuck, like, I'm going to quit. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be amazing. That'd be like if you went into Subway and took all the turkey. <laughs> and what? Yeah, and did what? <laughs> I had the same exact question. <laughs> I don't know. Never uh, mind. Forget it. And built. Uh, I just hit all the turkey. Build a recre- recreation of the Twin Towers out of the turkey. <laughs> and flew a pickle plane into them. Oh, my God. <laughs> a pickle plane. Yeah. It's a plane made out of pickles if you didn't I think that. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> I understood. I understood. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody was questioning what a pickle plane was. I'm just yeah. making sure that you guys knew. What a pickle plane was. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for looking out for us like yeah, that. You're we, welcome. I really appreciate you're that. You're welcome. <laughs> God, don't be, I mean, really, you don't have to be such an asshole about it. I was just trying to help out. Well, what is your guys' next tour? What's coming up? Um, we were doing some. Why do you keep hitting your and... your rotary phone? Yeah, what is with you? I don't know what that is. <laughs> fucking, are you in the movie the the movie from the, like the eighties version of Arthur, and you have like an old touch tone <laughs> cell phone? The the first cell phone that's four feet big. Is that yeah, Zach Morris? Zach Morris? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Also, uh, calling something doing... four feet big. <laughs> what? I don't know. There's so like you saying four feet big just really tickled me. I don't know. Four why. feet big. Yeah, you know, guys, big I'd say that guy's about four feet big. <laughs> four feet big. <laughs> four feet big could be the next new big pop punk band. Dude, that's it. You're in it. We're in it. I'm starting it right now. We like pizza, tumbler, and cats, and cuddling and butts. Literally, we'll be fucking huge, <laughs> right? Literally, I will yeah. murder all of you that are involved in that band after that description. Yeah. Me and Pat are starting it. I like Tumblr four and I like cats. I like pizza. We're four feet. So what's your next thing? And also, are you guys quitting soon? We're done. You're breaking up right this second. We're playing these weird, not weird. Some holiday shows with like Man Overboard and the Wonder Years. Those will be good. And uh, yeah, those, I'm excited for those. There's one in New York, Philly, and then we're playing one with Real Friends in Chicago. Okay, so, we just had Dan on a few weeks those ago. Those will be good. What's that? We just had Dan on a few weeks ago from Real Friends. Oh, nice, nice, great guy. He grew his hair out. He looks very weird. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, we should ask him what is up with that. Are you gonna yeah, grow your what hair? What is out? your hair, dude? Are you gonna Are you gonna grow your hair out? I no, I tried in my younger years and it just was bad. I'm never doing that again. Do you, do you hear that, Pat? Hello. Hey, can you hear this? Hold on, listen. Do you hear that? No. <laughs> never mind. It's Ryan moving his tongue really fast back and forth in his mouth. Hoping you could hear that's, it for some. That's insane. I don't know why he. It's so fast. It's like ah. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> can you? Can, you can't hear it at all, Pat. I can't. I might have bad service. No, it's not that. It's just real. It's just that you can't There's, hear something so fucking no down. 
What, does he have a dumb filter? Yeah, he probably does. So <laughs> he can't hear you at all. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> well, I guess before we wrap up here, um, where are you guys driving to today? San Francisco. We'll be there in Oh, you're going, all, you're going all the way. What's that? You're going all the way. Going all the way. We're going to make it. Where do you play tomorrow? Uh, we were playing at a place called Brick and Mortar. Oh, it's a good place. Is it? Yeah, it's cool. Nice. So Light Years nice. recently released the EP Temporary on Animal Style Records. Thank you, man. And you should listen to it. And we'll play a song from it later. And uh, well, thank you, Pat, for calling in. Thanks for having me. I'm sure we'll have you back sometime. You were very fun, and we appreciate it. And I've laughed so much that my belly hurts. <laughs> uh, before you go, how how do you go on tour? Like, do they do vacation time at Subway? <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the first time a guest ever tried to hang up on us. This is the <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm done. With, I'm done with this interview. This is it. I'm done. I'm does he know he's the follow-up to Chris Connolly? You are the follow-up to Chris Connolly. Um, do you, what, is that is that hard? I mean, oh, do you feel like do you feel like you matched up? You know what? Actually, I just found out we're playing the small room of the San Diego House of Blues the exact same night as that through being cool say anything tour is in the big room. So I'm expecting a big turnout for that, us. That's rough. Yeah, but um, hopefully they'll just let us watch the show and not play hard. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Saves the Day record? I threw being cool. Definitely. Okay. We were talking to Chris Connolly about how it's weird because like there's some people who love the old stuff, some people like the mid stuff, and then my favorite record is their newest record. Yeah, I didn't even listen to it yet. Is it good? It's I think it's, it's really great. Good. It's not yeah. punk at all. It's like an indie rock. I'll record. check that out. I didn't. I wasn't blown away by like Daybreak or I think it was called Daylight Daybreak. Yeah, it's uh, this, it it's, it's different. It's yeah, it was okay. It's completely it okay. different. They uh, it's just like a, it's a happy record. It's totally different. It's like I don't know. It's, uh, it's I a, like that. It's a good record. I'll check it out. You should check it out. I got plenty of time sitting here doing nothing. Do you feel like you've uh, lived up to following up Chris Connolly for our fiftieth episode? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> so much pressure. I, th- I think you. I think you've been a really good. Guest, I think it's actually. been great. It's been this great. has been a fun episode. I think it'll be all right, as long as you keep serving it'll- that turkey up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we've mentioned them so much on this podcast, you might get a promotion when you get back. You really might be a Dude. subway manager. Yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I'm gonna get a, a raise. Sandwich, sandwich artist. Yeah, sandwich master. <laughs> Jesus Not just a Christ. sandwich artist, a sandwich artisan. That's what the oh, is. Is, that, is that the fancy one now? Yeah. You, if you move up, yeah, you could have the blackwood uh, smoked ham. Yeah, you can get. Uh, you gotta go. Microwave pulled pork. <laughs> wait, wait, what? He said we have to stop. You could have microwaved microwaved eggs that don't look like <laughs> eggs at all. Oh yeah! Oh my God! What are those? Could, I know you can put a you can put a shitty thing that's supposed to be a pizza in a vertical toaster. Yeah. <laughs> Do we get a subway sponsorship now? Oh my God! We've talked about them so by, much by like literally making fun of their food to no end. <laughs> hey, hell yeah, guys! Say we got a subway sponsorship. Would you go there? 
No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. I here's the thing. I wouldn't even that. give a homeless guy Subway. I would. I would, I would literally. I would literally take a homeless man somewhere else to get him food than Subway. If he was standing uh, yeah. outside of it. Oh, there's a Subway right here. No, no, no man. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. I'm taking you to McDonald's. I understand you've been eating like paper off the street in the gutter. Uh, well, that's equivalent. Have yeah, some like, dignity, man. Have some dignity. <laughs> but please, we're not going to Subway. What if it was between Subway, Arby's, and Applebee's? Arby's. Yeah. You got to go Arby's on that one. I agree, but it's still so bad. The only reason you have to go Arby's on that one is because they literally do have like meat they cook there and cut. Not that it's good, but (laughs) it's better than fucking walking into a place that microwaves everything or a subway where you can't tell what the fuck's going on in that place. It's just all turkey. Yeah. The the onions are turkey. Pretty sure it's like I'm pretty sure not enough turkeys exist to do what they like, you know, right. Subway. They don't. So they're using some other fucking. Oh, up absolutely. Thing. Like Subway has like a secret Resident Evil like laboratory under a mansion somewhere. Like you're Jer- all going to eat down here. <laughs> like, like, like Jared owns a mansion. And the Subway laboratory's underneath of it, and like uh, you're gonna have to go down there and. Put a couple of gems and some cat's eye statue or cat statues, and then find out some <laughs> terrible secret. You have, to, you have to move the statue into the right spot in the right. room, yeah. <laughs> and it just all opens up. And You're you, like, you figure out everything. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Did you, did you ever play Resident Evil? Yeah, the first then the second one. Yeah, so if you one. yeah, yeah like that was the a first puzzle one. in the first one. You yeah. got to put the gems in the in the cat's eyes. Yeah, what does that have to do with Subway? We're Wait. saying that like <laughs> we're saying that there's not enough turkeys on the earth to support what Subway does. Yeah. So what they've done is is Jared lives in a mansion that's above a giant uh, laboratory there like, you go. like in Resident Evil. <laughs> Jesus Christ, follow along, man. It isn't that hard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you that's pl- scary. That's scary. If you play the right song, your piano, the floor opens up and you get to go down there and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. If you find the right crank to fill the pool back up with water. Or drain it, and if you find the if you find the subway inside the subway laboratory, you can actually have a Jill sandwich. Yep. <laughs> a Jill sandwich. That's the best joke I'll ever make. So that was the best joke ever. Do you remember that part in the uh, game? Which one? The first one in the original Resident Evil. There was a character named Barry Burton. Yeah, Barry Burton was the worst played voice actor in the oh, history yeah, of anything absolutely. that's ever happened. And also gave us so many amazing moments. For you, the master of unlocking. Yeah, that yes. was one. And at one point, you're in a room, if you're playing as Jill, the girl, and uh, the the ceiling starts coming down like it's going to crush you. And he comes outside to help you because he just always happens to show up. <laughs> and literally, yeah. he, he saves you and he's like, oh, that was close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, he also says, it. he also says, uh, <laughs> what's the one thing he says 20 times in the first hour of that what? game? What, what, is what, 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 what is it? What is it? What is that? What, and what the is thing it? is, is he says it after he's seen about 70 zombies. <laughs> right. So I feel what? like he should know what they are at that point. What is it? What is it? Yeah, you can say that after like the second one. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's going on. Like, like you're, the first one, you're not sure. It might just be a weird, crazy guy. The second one that you shoot yeah. in the head. The homeless like guy after, that ate somewhere. Right. After that, like you shoot the guy in the head and you're like, oh, I know what's going on. 
And literally every yeah, time, right, it. it'll be like building <laughs> like strings. Like, what is it? <laughs> what is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, and Barry literally made that game have a special place in everyone's heart. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because Barry Burton. He's truly the greatest American hero. And there is a new Resident Evil coming out, which um, is actually going to explain some of Barry Burton. He's apparently in it. But they won't get the same voice actor, so it'll be not <laughs> yeah, even but it's not it. the same guy. For you, these keys, the master of unlocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I guess we should... Uh, yeah, I guess let's wrap let's, Let him go. Yeah, Pat, you guys have a safe drive. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you very much. You were a very good follow-up to Chris Conley, even though we gave you shit the entire time. Yes, you were. You were very good. All right. I'll take it. But you'll I'll never write it. through being cool. Yes. You can try. I might. <laughs> you might try to what? Write through being cool. I'm gonna rewrite it in the form of <laughs> right. I don't know. All right, you guys have a good tour and check out Lightyear's Temporary, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ryan. Bye. Bye. That was a great guest. Yeah, he was really awesome. My stomach literally hurts from laughing. I know. So mine too. Actually, <laughs> how long have we been going on? Oh, we're at. Two hours and something. Oh man! Yeah. Um, I saw the other day Nightcrawler in theaters. How was it? It was great. I I read a lot about it and heard it was really good, and I want to see it, but I I don't really have any complaints about it. I mean, yeah, I I guess like some people are mad because it's not the X Men thing, which is like the weirdest thing right. to complain like, about why ever. Was everybody mad? Who gives like, a fuck? Like, like first that? of all, if that was if it was the X Men, like, like it was, was X Men's Nightcrawler, you probably would have heard about it before the day before it came out in theaters, like, right? <laughs> and on top of that, it's just like okay, so it wasn't marketed like that. So what is your complaint? There, because people want to fucking complain about everything, that's right? Like, that's the internet. People love to complain. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I loved it. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a complete sociopath. Yeah, he does an excellent job. And I don't even like Jake Gyllenhaal that much. It's not like I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm not like it a was huge... just a really good movie. Yeah, I liked it. It was either that or John Wick, and we saw that. I don't know why you didn't go see John Wick. It's so good. I want to see saw John it Wick a couple weeks ago, which I'm pretty sure is a script that was meant for Denzel or Liam Neeson, and then it was meant... busy. No, so Keanu Reeves just took it. Not really, because they're too old to play. Like Keanu Reeves is the right age for the role really? or whatever, you know, because it's supposed to be a guy who's like nearing middle age, but not quite. Like you could still believe that he can do all the things that he does in the right. movie or whatever. Um, Isn't it basically about how? His wife gave him a dog, but his wife has already passed away. Well, what it is is like, is at the beginning of the movie, basically it's like his wife dies and it shows like the funeral or whatever. And then right after that, like uh, this, they have like the thing where like people come over after the funeral and yeah, this delivery person shows up with a crate with a dog in it and it's from his wife. Because she knew she was dying because she's in the hospital. She's been sick for years or whatever. Okay. And so she, that was like his last thing because she, she like basically says like, like, uh, since I won't be here, you need something to love. Don't go back to how, who you were before. And then they meet like, uh, then he's like driving around with the dog and, uh, these Russian guys like fuck with him or whatever. And they like fall him back to his house and like break into his house and kill his dog and steal his car. Okay. And then after that, it's just. Well, he's back out of retirement, and everybody's scared shitless of him because he's, like, the greatest killer of all time. Right. And it seriously is, like, 
one of the most like awesomely bloody like fun movies to watch because you're just like, oh, they killed his fucking dog. He should kill all those motherfuckers. Right, yeah, like, fuck you know? those Russian guys. Uh, but it's all, but I still feel like it's really weird because like I like this because like I do a lot of like I do a lot of like shelter work and stuff. But like essentially the movie is like just a big advertisement for don't kill someone's dog. And then at the end he get he like uh, he gets another dog. Like he takes one like from this like pound or whatever, so it's like, and then go adopt a dog, like you know, what I mean? right. so it's like, but in between, kill a bunch of Russian mobsters and whoever gets in your way, right? Like you know, but it's it's really awesome. There's all these people show up in it, like Willem Dafoe's in it, and like Ian McShane, and oh, like really? all these like just weird people just show up in it all of a sudden out of nowhere, and like from the moment it begins, it's about six minutes until he starts murdering his way. Really? Through everybody. It's a, like it's about an hour and like I'd say forty minutes long. Oh wow. And then like but that middle like uh eighty minutes is all him just fucking straight up just murdering <laughs> right. dudes like I need to see that. It's really fun to watch. Especially like the part like the part at the beginning where it sets it all off is like he's angry, you know, obviously. So yeah. he like goes and like digs up all of his old shit, like his guns and stuff. And they have, like, what's cool about it is, like, the way they have the world set up is they don't explain that much of how, like, the the world he inhabited worked. But it all has its own, like, rituals and things that go with it. So it's really interesting, kind of like a comic book that doesn't explain every single facet of the world, but you right. kind of get it as it goes along. So it's, like, really, like, cool and stylized in that way. It's not just, like, a straightforward, like, thing. Right. Uh, but there's the part where like he goes and gets his shit and then like goes back to his house and he knows like these dudes are, they're probably going to send like a hit squad for him. And there's like a 10 minute action scene of him just going through his house, fucking just murdering guys, like, <laughs> like straight up, like fucking like breaking dudes necks on like his like kitchen counter okay. and like <laughs> shooting guys directly in the face from like three feet away and like okay. all this shit. It's really fucking awesome. Is that because on the previews, I remember he's like, yeah, I'd say I'm back. Oh, no. The thing is, is, like, Keanu Reeves in, like, as much as, like, whatever, acting isn't, like, necessarily his strong suit. Like, I love that guy. I think he's great. But yeah, I wouldn't I, I call agree. him a great actor by any means. No. But he fits this role so perfectly that it's, like, if you didn't know better, you would say, like, he wrote that movie just for him. Right, because like, it's about a mindless like hitman, right? Yeah, so yeah. Basically, it's like so Keanu Reeves because he's never been good with like emotion, right? So that's perfect. Yeah, and it's great, and it's it's actually like it's and I was glad because like I wasn't sure if it would make any money, and then it ended up like making like a bunch of money. So it got reviewed very well. Yeah, and I think that helped, and I think like word of mouth got around and stuff. But you should definitely see it. Everybody should definitely see it because it's really fun. I saw a movie the other night. It's on demand. And I think, I don't know where it's out exactly, but it was the best movie I've seen in a long time. Rudderless. Have you seen Rudderless? Mm-mm. Rudderless is great. I don't even know. I think I know what it is. It's William H. Macy's first Yeah, retro. the movie he directed or whatever. Yeah. It's about a father um, whose son dies. I'm not going to say more than that because you find out more throughout the movie. Mm. But the dad is like a business executive, like clean shave and like straight face, like commercial business advertiser guy. And he... Um, Gets like a big firm to go with his like marketing agency, and uh, I'm not gonna give away anything. This is all in the preview, but it's like, yeah, he basically um, 
calls his son because he wants to celebrate with him. His son's in college. And his son dies. He sees it on the news. And then he goes and becomes... He had a big, nice house. And, like, was a big, like, marketing guy in a suit. And he, now he's, like, a painter two years later. He uh, lives in a boat on this dock of people that don't want him there. Mm. Girl does, like, facial hair and is just, like, a bummy type guy. Yeah. Rides a bike to work every day. And he's obviously, he's an alcoholic. Like, he's in complete denial. And then his ex-wife shows up and is basically just like, listen, if you don't want to, like, admit that your son ever existed, that's fine. Here's all this stuff. Music was always your thing. And has a bunch of CDs that his son recorded of, like, demo songs. Oh, yeah. So the dad goes out and starts performing them at open mic nights. And there's this, like, troubled kid who ends up, like, playing with him. They end up forming a band. Yeah. And it's all playing his son's songs. But it's, like, that movie will make you want to cry or cry within laughing to tears within, like, five or ten minutes. Oh, that's awesome. It's really good. Like, anyone should watch it. It's called Rudderless. <clears throat> I watch that for sure. R-U-D-D-E-R, I like that kind of stuff. R-U-D-D-E-R, like, Rudderless, which yeah. I assume they got from Lemonhead's song. Probably. Which, if you listen to the songs from the movie, it would make sense. Yeah. And, the, and the soundtrack is great. Like... The songs that his, like, quote-unquote son wrote are amazing. I don't know if there's a soundtrack, but it's it's great. I want to see that. I saw, like, I hadn't watched a preview or anything. I just saw that it was his, like, directorial debut, and I was like, well, I love William H. Macy, so I watched it's, you know, whatever. It's, man, it was, like, a, it, was a, it was a moving movie, honestly. Like, I don't say that often. I don't know if I've ever said that on this podcast, but, like, it, like, moved <laughs> me. Like, it was, yeah, everyone should watch it. It's on on demand now. We sound like we're like advertising for Time Warner right. Cable. Yeah, I feel like it, we're, we're that commercial that plays on that channel when you go to like the on-demand exactly. channel just over and over. But there's that, and then I want to see. There's the new VHS. I kind of want to watch. I don't. I mean, I just don't like horror movies, so I'm not really that Yeah, you're not it. a horror movie guy. I'm not a horror movie guy either, but I like some. I don't like like the bullshit like Paranormal Activity yeah. or like Ouija, like any of those no, movies. God, no, no. Those look terrible. But I like the weird, like, VHS, just, like, kind of fucked up yeah. type things. Right. I understand that, for sure. Then um, I beat Sunset Overdrive. How was it? Great. It was awesome. It's yeah. really fun. That's a great video game. Um, it's an Xbox One exclusive, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, probably for the time being, I'd imagine. For now. Probably. But it's it's cool, and I think it's cool for this reason. <clears throat> is because I was talking to my roommate about it, and I don't think it's better than these games, necessarily, by any means. You know, if you play like Batman, like or Shadows of Mordor, like Grand Theft Auto Five, you already know how to play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just comfortable. Right. It's not a bad thing. But what's cool about Sunset Overdrive is that you have to learn how to play it. All right. And it's like you can't just stay on the ground and shoot enemies. Like it's a big open world city, but you have to be moving or grinding, and it takes like Tony Hawk, mixed with like Grand Theft Auto, is where you're either swinging like on like uh, electrical lines. Or grinding on anything you can. Yeah. And it builds up combos. If you just stay on the ground, even if you're like you're good, you're gonna die. So it's pretty cool. Like yeah, you that's have to learn awesome. how you have to learn how to play it. Like it's totally different. Like it seems really hard at first. And like I played through the whole game and sit on my roommate, so I saw how both of us did it and it was pretty much pretty similar as like you start off normally trying to just like melee people, shoot people. And then you realize, like, you have to be moving. Because once you're, like, grinding on something, yeah. if you go into shooting mode, it slows down. Oh, okay. And it's really, gotcha. really cool. Like, it's it's innovative for sure. Yeah, I really want to play that. I hope it comes on PC. I'm sure it will. I can't imagine. I'm a, I am beat it, so I'm going to trade it in tomorrow for the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah, which I, I think looks awesome. 
It does, but the French Revolution shit doesn't interest me. So like, I'm like kind of torn on whether I can. I mean, I'll probably just buy it when it's like twelve bucks sometime. Like, right? Because Far Cry Four comes out next week, and so does Dragon Age. So I'm like, eh. Far Cry Four, Dragon fine. Age, and GTA Five on next gen all come out on the same day. Right. Eight days from now. Yeah. And this is what baffles me about the video game industry. Is why do you wait like eight months with no games that anyone wants to play? Because they gotta get those holiday monies. And then yeah, all of a sudden, that's exactly that's and all like it ever eight, is. Eight weeks, you have twenty seven games. I know that everyone wants to buy. I just I I made sure like the I just like read a bunch of stuff and I was like the two I'm most interested in are Far Cry Four and Dragon Age. Like, cause I played the first two Dragon Age games, so I have to play this one, cause it's supposed. To, it looks and seems like it's a lot better. Dragon Age looks badass. Far yeah. Cry Four looks amazing. Oh, I mean, Far Cry Four is gonna be the best. So. Far Cry Three is one of the most underrated best games of all oh, time. Oh, it is definitely. I, I was mean, reading this thread on Reddit today. Somebody asking like, what the best stories and like first person shooters are, and it's like I'd say Bioshock and Far Cry Three. Yeah, I mean, there's other ones like Wolfenstein New Order is really good. It was great. Yeah, it was very um, good. But Far Cry 3 is, like, one of the ones that sticks with me because, like, there's so much shit that goes on in that game and I still am trying to figure out whether, like, the ending is actually an ending or if it ended actually in the middle and the second part of the game didn't actually happen. Very true. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, interesting things about it. And I've played through that game probably four times now and I always find something new I like about the story because I like the way it handles this dude turning like from like just some fucking idiot 20 year old guy or whatever that's on vacation into like right. a hardened killer and not knowing his friends anymore because and they don't know him really because he's turned into this fucking right. maniac and you're saving them but at the same time it's like you don't know them anymore right yeah he's only doing it out of like this weird like sense of like needing to do it like exactly. not really because he even wants to necessarily yeah because he's i don't know i just really like the idea behind it then and then even on top of those two games you have gta 5 right which yeah, I've already. Which for me it. doesn't come out until January on PCs. So. Right, yeah, because you don't have the new gen systems. But it's like, man, it looks so good. Plus, they have that first person. That first mode. person it looks really makes cool. a whole new game. <laughs> I, I literally saw that and I was just like, man, like that makes a whole new game. Yeah, it looks really well done. Because I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't use a first person thing all the time, but it makes it a whole new game. And there's missions where it's like, oh, that would be awesome. Right. Because I mean, GTA Five was fun enough that me and my roommate Josh. We literally sit there at night until like 2 in the morning, taking an ATV, going to the top of the highest mountain in the game, or like a bicycle, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just driving it off and oh, seeing who could last yeah. longer. It's the best. Like, that was fun. So it's yeah. just like, and that has nothing to do with the game. No. So it's like, that just proves how good GTA Five was and how Rockstar did it. Yeah. I, w- I definitely want to get that when it comes out. And then... And I know the new one has new missions some new vehicles new weapons right some new stuff yeah so yeah i mean the master chief collection comes out tomorrow on xbox one which i would like to buy like i would if i had an xbox one i would totally buy it because there are multiplayers like where you can play a playlist that goes from halo one all the way through to four and it just like hops around like to different styles of that game and stuff and i think it'd be really cool yeah that's ridiculous but i don't know there's so many things it doesn't matter there's yeah, too there's many, too many games out right now. And movies do the same thing. So does music, I guess. It's weird. Like, you have a time where, like, there's nothing I want to see, and then all of a sudden there's 28 movies out at once. Right. And you're just like, okay, I guess I, I need to yeah, see these. I guess these. I'll go watch yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we should wrap up soon, Yeah, I, right? I mean, I guess we should wrap up now since we're at, like, two and a half hours or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
They grow so fast. It does. It's like children. They grow up so fast. At first, I didn't know what you were about to say, and now I don't like. That what you did you said think that. I was going to say? Like something weird? Um, yes. Why? Yes. Why? Because you start a sentence. It's like children. Yeah. That doesn't mean I think you're going to end it with "they grow up so fast." What did you think? I was because gonna also, with? you don't have children. So no, I don't. But they grow up so fast. Every parent. Oh, agrees. so you only have so much of a chance with them? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Got my white Ford Explorer. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I guess we'll end with uh, Light Years. Yeah. Off of their EP Temporary. Yeah. This song is called Falls Apart. Yes. We have more questions for next week. Some mm. good guests coming up. As and usual, write in your questions. Please do write in your questions to our Tumblr. And thank you for listening to Big Snackers. And thanks for supporting us because it means a lot. This song is by a shitty band called Light Years. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. And As you heard, we were just talking to that guy. Jeez. The song's called Falls Apart, and uh, check it out. All right. I'll see, I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, okay. I'm Niles Fortchime. No, you're not. I'm Niles Fortchime. No, you're Ryan. I'm Evelyn Cheshchimer. Why would you be two different people with the same voice? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now Sports Tram. I'm Neverland Tristamar. Okay. Bye.
I wish I would 